From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Shut then up. you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question of psychopath. The Orbi has nothing to fear. I got me. Watching Superman. My mind goes off on a tangent when I hear that yeah. song. Things you happen. You just fucking, you do that, like, grunge, <laughs> you, you do mosh in your head. Uh, in my, it's more like when my mind, like, what I'm dealing with in my life and stuff, you know? Hey, like, it's the time. It gets me primed. <clears throat> it's like doing karaoke, but, uh, like, before a podcast. <laughs> Get to do mental karaoke. Exactly. Welcome in, everybody. Space. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. And I'm Adam Crocious. Coming to you live to tape <laughs> from the Desilu Studios here in beautiful West Hollywood, California. No, we're not in West Hollywood. We, we're, we in real, in, we're in real L.A. Absolutely. We're right near MacArthur Park. Hell yeah. You, we can buy heroin right now. I can pause and buy yeah, heroin. Yeah, we could. We, we could probably score it and probably be back in 15 minutes. Maybe oh, 20. Oh yeah, I mean, you could. I, I, it would take me a while because I'm not acclimated to the area. Yeah. But, you know, after that. Yeah. We'd be, we'd be flying. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I mean, we'd be living in that bathroom. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to do it out here. <laughs> that would be, that would definitely yeah. be the scenario. Yeah. You don't want to, yeah, you don't want to mess with that. Well. Uh, that, that gives the indication of the neighborhood. We're on Wilshire Boulevard, right near the Hayworth Theater. Which is a very hipster room, owned right? by it's Genji Cohan. You know the, the the of Orange is the New Black Fum. Oh, really? Yep. Interesting. Oh, I mean, it's why it's not out of business yet. I feel like because a very rich, successful person owns it. Yeah, they, they're going to weather the storm. Oh yeah, they're going to put with that weeds money, man. You're going to do it with that weeds money. <laughs> oh, we're here it. watching uh, Justice League. Oh my lord. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. It, it's it's like holy. I mean, she is. She's like a, she's attractive. Oh my lord! You go back to like 90s, like it's the chivalry dies. <laughs> she's so attractive. Well, she she's amazing. You know. Well, that's why they got her. Well, yeah, obviously. I know this is that's why she got the obvious, You know. Yes, I'm blowing up things. Oh, school kids. That looks like cocaine. That's like a cocaine bomb. He's, he's a decent. He's, he's a nose issue, you know. It's like he's a he's one of those like British toughs. He hung out with the craze. This guy, you know, the craze. Yeah, he looks you like a, an '80s mod. She's coming in to foil their fucking Blue Monday. The craze. Do you know much I about don't the- like Blue Mondays? 
the the 80s were the era where people sung like this (laughs) 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 whose voice is that it's like the fucking like that soft like oh oh, even the singers new edition blue oyster new order new order hey man i I have new order on my pandora that dates me i realized that that's joy division Joy Division, you know, that's what you're doing. Love will tear us apart <laughs> again. He committed suicide. Yeah, they know? all do. When you sing like that, you have to. You know, I mean, that was a, it was a good era of music, my friend. It, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not hating on it completely. <laughs> I agree with you on that. But welcome into the show that you know what it is. We watch TV. We talk. We make fun of it and we make fun of the world and each other. Talk about things, you know, in have- and around. We're all about the cord. We do not want people cutting the cord. Exactly. It has kind of flipped, though, with the price of these fucking apps. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, if people were complaining in the past because they're like, my cable bill's like $150. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't watch any of the channels. I'll just buy the streaming. But that was when Hulu and Netflix existed. And, and, and that was it. And that was it. And yeah. now you have all Apple Premium, Paramount Plus, Discovery's got their own little network of things now. And those used to be individual because you had like Bravo like discovery owns like the bravo network tlc uh id the investigation channel that we watch so much it's the tier- and now yeah. it's just all discovery plus where they each had their own little premium package and then you have hbo max you have fucking amazon you have fucking yeah. on top of hulu and netflix yeah yeah but it is again to me shutter little niche ones like a horror streaming service it, where you get if you want all of those you're well over three hundred dollars you might as well just get cable again because you can get all that shit on demand most of the stuff on hulu and netflix is on demand on cable it is again the tyranny of choice it is a tyranny of choice it it creates anxiety. sounds like the name of a fucking broadway play no it, it's it was a book it's a book i read the tyranny of choice it's like you know, this idea that freedom is somehow synonymous with just having as many choices as possible. That, it's that, the that, idea that, that, that freedom actually, is what? Free. And it's not. And, and, yeah. It costs fourteen ninety nine a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one of the biggest cons of all they've been able to pull. I've always said it costs. Oh, I'm free. It costs $5 to walk out of your front door in the United States of America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just to oh, Comfortably? Yeah. yeah. That's a cup of coffee. Yeah. That's your mo- that is I forgot to make coffee because I woke up late. And I need to pick me up five dollars. Yeah. And if you're nice, a couple bucks for the homeless person pitched up outside because it's happening. They're there. Yeah. It is. uh, Yeah. Whereas like in in New York or out here in L.A., I feel like you leave the door. It's like it could be 20 bucks. 50. It could be (laughs) it could be a couple thousand. I mean, sometimes I think people overplay like the expense of L.A. Like, oh, how much does it cost to live there? Yeah. It's like not that much more than Chicago. Except for housing. Housing is yeah. expensive. The, what we're paying for this studio, you could get a multi-room apartment for. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the cost of housing is much more expensive here. And the quality is you know, is lower. Oh, yeah. You, you could know. tell people shot heroin in our in this apartment. There's like I've said, there's like World War II stank in these walls. <laughs> yeah, some things happened here. Some yeah. dark, if, if these walls could talk. You know. Something happened after Kennedy was assassinated here in this fucking room. <clears throat> Possibly. I don't know what. I'm not going to speculate. I, in fact, take that back. I'd love to speculate. I'm not going to confirm anything. But, yeah. you know, there might be some some of these paint chips might be from bullets, you know. 
Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, yeah, this maybe. seems like somewhere where there was some sort of speed on a switchblade and someone took a fucking snort. Yeah, yeah. Fucking threw that switchblade and then the switchblade went into someone's neck and then he fired <laughs> off randomly. Yeah. Because when you're tuned up and you get hit with a switchblade, you fire your gun off. <laughs> I could, I mean, because they've rehabbed this. This is a nice point. I like your Look how good now. Momoa looks. He's the Gal Gadot of dudes. It looks like Roman Reigns out there about to win the WWE title out there in the fucking ocean. <laughs> but no, it, it is. Uh, uh, they've rehabbed your building. It's nice. But I could pile yeah. one time. Yeah. Like well, 30 after years Northridge, ago, everything had to be rehabbed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the fucking alt girl comic so, fucking segue. So is, uh, Do you see what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Do you know? <laughs> no, I don't actually. Uh, what is... Uh, uh, is Jeremy Irons? Is he playing he's Alfred? Alfred. God, God, he's kind of perfect for it. I, it makes sense. Yeah, he's well cast. You know, because in in the comic books, Alfred is like a well trained marine. Oh, so oh like yeah, Irons he's, he's is just an older guy. But yeah, but he's yeah, yeah, exactly. Irons, you know, what movies he was in that I, I remember him. Isn't from? he in Die Hard? Well, he's in Die Hard three. Uh, but but before that, Die Hard with Irons. Uh, he was uh, he was in uh, Dead Ringers. Which was a a Cronenberg movie where he played a. Oh yeah, OBGYN. the only thing about Ringers I know is the fucking Johnny Knoxville movie where he's a retard in the special. He's he's a normal guy that pretends to be a retarded guy. <laughs> and uh, in yeah. fact, speaking of that, this is for Bobby Buds. Um, <laughs> why did this go back? Never mind. We'll go. God damn. So. Uh, talk about dead ringers well, and then, yeah, and then yeah, i'll talk just, about the johnny knoxville movie where he plays a mentally challenged human being and then we'll go into something for bobby buds that's okay man absolutely <clears throat> jeremy irons again i think of the movies that he was in where he was big was it dead ringers but god there was other th what's he known for before that like Let's that look like it in, up. in the early 90s because yeah he, he had a lot of, he had a string there he was like a he was definitely a, a leading man you know he he had that potential in him you know, not necessarily a truly sustained. I think man, we should say more than potential. Let's yeah, be let's, yeah, be, let's a be a little man. more kinder to the urns to Jeremy Irons. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, what did I know him? Going to his, his Wikipedia right now. Yeah, what's he most famous for? Because again, he he did a Die Hard three because he was he was cashing in on having some success the previous. He looked two like three. shit in the nineties. <laughs> but he was like, you know, kind of. He's a labor. He's in the labor party. He voted for Tony Blair. Is that bad? Tony Blair was the Bill Clinton of uh, of England. There we go. You know, got I, his fucking little thing he sucked off. Well, no, it wasn't it wasn't the sex thing. It just his sort of uh, politics, the third way, if you will. You know, that's what he was trying to. He show. was the asshole of presidents. <laughs> Not the third input. I said the third way, meaning it wasn't just sort of liberal and or conservative. So was let's kind of, run kind of down. Okay, that's the theater. So film, this start film, 1980. Yeah. He didn't do a lot of movies. Okay. He, but, but yeah, let's he. Let's go to the big, big TB here. Yeah. We have, what, what's his, yeah. What's his. Uh, so we have uh, yeah. Nijinsky. Oh, that makes sense. <clears throat> Ballet, 1980. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a very, would be a very intense role. The French Lieutenant's Woman. Oh, which yeah. Sounds like a fucking family guy oh, sketch. That, that was uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep was, uh, was the opposite of him in that. So, yep. That makes sense. What kind of French lieutenant's woman? Wow. Uh, moonlighting. He was in Moonlighting. He was in Moonlighting? Oh, the TV show? The movie. Or Moonlight. 
Moonlight, Moonlightning? No, Moonlighting. Moonlighting? That's a British drama. This is a British movies. Betrayal, The Wild Duck. We're in 84 here. Well, I don't Swan know. in Love, The Mission, Dead Ringers. Dead Ringers oh, is the like mission. the first one. That's what I remember from The Mission where he- Father and, Gabriel. Yeah, he and, uh, and uh, De Niro- our missionaries. Any chance Hollywood gets to want to go to South America, they'll fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. They, they it's actually I liked it. It's a pretty good movie. You know, it's it's about whatever. It's I don't want to give it away, but it's Place. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Here, I'm gonna try something here real quick. Let's see what this. Hold on. Anywhere, Dad. That's not the time. Is that Billy Crump? Let's go, Alan. I want you to make it home. I got the I got the effects on. So th- th- that's Billy Crudup, right? Is that yeah. He's <laughs> like my age. Of big love, blue love, dick fame from fucking... Uh, well, he's also in uh, Almost Famous. Yeah. You know, he's, he's the guitar. He's Russell. There we go. I got go. the sound effects on for the commercials. So again, what other, <clears throat> what other movies was he in, if you don't mind asking? Um, so after the mission, we have Dead Ringers, A Chorus of Disapproval. Okay, yep, yep. Australia. It's the fifth oh, yeah. time this week I've seen the movie Australia. Yeah, yeah. Being brought up. Yeah, interesting. That, oh, yeah. that is fucking interesting. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Danny, the champion of the world. No. Co-starring with his son, Samuel Irons. God. That means they let him make that movie. Yeah, exactly. His fucking <laughs> stupid son, isn't it? <laughs> Kafka, The Beggar's Opera. That's 91. Reversal of Fortune. Oh, yeah. That's where he played Klaus Van Bulow opposite of uh, Glenn Close. Yep. The Timekeeper. Waterland. Oh, yeah. Waterland. I, I don't it's a British mystery. Nah, no, nah, I don't know. Damage M dot butterfly. Oh, M on butterfly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The I House of that. Spirits, Spaceship Earth 94. So the Lion King, I think, is his big thing. Wow. He was in the Lion King. Yeah, but I yeah. think that was them being like, we're getting theater great fucking Jeremy. Unth. Oh, yeah. No, he's a respected actor without a doubt. You know, Chinese box. It's a movie about a pussy. I was going to say, is that uh, Lolita? Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he played a humper and humper. He played the lead. The, the lead man in that. the iron mask. He was the man in oh, the iron that, mask. That, that was uh, that was DiCaprio's follow up to, to Titanic. And then now we're in like the two thousands. Kingdom of Heaven. Wow. Fucking. He's still that a, was Kingdom of Heaven is the in the era where Ridley Scott had refused to do sci-fi movies. You know those yeah. movies that made me all my money and got me the most po- <laughs> like made me the most popular person ever. I'm just not going to do those anymore. Yeah, it's he, that's like Hollywood like stuck uppery that that makes people turn off like do not do eight alien movies who the, who the fuck are you kidding well it's because now he's doing it again he'd made these bullshit kingdom of heaven movies and then he's like all right i'll fucking do prequels to, to alien and they're good you ever see prometheus i saw prometheus it was okay it was okay you know by i again alien alien is still aged very it's well it's pretty fucking scary yeah alien is aged well i saw it recently again i'm like it's this it's such a good movie it's such a good movie. It's so tense, you know. I saw Aliens, and it, it's aged All right, poorly. so I brought something up, because you brought up Dead Ringers, and I was like, the only thing I know is Johnny Knoxville's The Ringer. <laughs> so Johnny Knoxville plays a normal guy who goes to the Special Olympics, and he pretends to be retarded, but he's, like, sick, because he's, like, not retarded. So he's a sick-ass athlete. And <laughs> uh, this is this is what happens. God. That's such a uh, an asshole. Well, no, this do. isn't. So I spaced out. I'm stoned. So the, in in theme of that, Bobby Buds on their pod on Todd Massey and Bobby Buds podcast, Hillary <laughs> from Chicago, they wanted to show this scene. Do you know who Shia LaBeouf is? Oh yeah. Absolutely. This is only good because 
uh, Shia LaBeouf went on to be, you know, kind oh, of a yeah, huge piece that. of shit. Absolutely, yes. So, in <laughs> I think early 2000s, he was in this movie called True Confessions on the Disney Channel, where he plays a retarded person. God, that's always that was always that it's still the big existed. Thing, yeah, that was it still existed. I feel like Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man was the guy who kind of first did that, and then My Left Foot. But he's physically yeah. disabled in My Left Foot. But, but yeah, those and then it was everyone. Sean Penn did one like that. I think Winona Ryder was retarded. Threw her hat in the Gump, ring too. We have Gump. Gump was in there too. You know, I mean, there Gump was a, is the most popular one. That was that still had legs. It probably you could probably still do it now. Could you do it now? <laughs> they still do it now. You know, now they just have like corky-ish people to play them oh okay there's okay. now we're, we're you know we've made enough progress to where people that have real disabilities got talent out there <laughs> we're raising stars so so again Chip, back- we're raising <laughs> lopsided stars so this is shia lebeau right shia lebeau shia and LaBeouf. he's flying a kite he's flying <laughs> that's a- been butchering his name shia lebeau from new orleans exactly. so this is for bobby buds sure i, I want to see it too i've never seen it. i'm looking forward to it the kite stay off. Come on, kite, stay off. You can't Come fly the kite. On. Kite, stay off. <laughs> Eddie, maybe there just isn't enough wind. So the plot of the movie is this is all coming back to me. Her name is True Trudy. They call her True, and she makes like little home movies. Yeah, and he's. Uh, you know, sp- special guy Shia LaBeouf. His name's Eddie, I think. That's what you name a small dog. Exactly. Uh, and she has to like help him out the whole movie. And she's like, I think they go to like a private school, so she's trying to like develop friends at this new school while also defending her special little brother. Who wrote this, man? I don't know, but this man. is a Disney movie. This Absolutely. Is a- oh, this was fun. This is a budget. You know, True, it's not the wind's fault. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Must be retarded. <laughs> I don't think this has ever happened to a physically uh, mentally disabled person. Mentally disabled people are tough mentally. Yeah. Yeah, my actually, cousin's yeah. mentally disabled and yeah. he's like a sassy hilarious he calls my dad fat and shit <laughs> so that was that that was for you bobby by the way that was an amazing scene that was amazing that was long-winded was that's good. well acted for disney too hey, absolutely uh, <laughs> but the whole point of that is he called the kite retarded exactly he called the kite. i'm like what we called it kind of that that was that's a good line it's a good line man but yeah, so that uh, uh, ties into, uh, there's been some news stories, right? But I can't put it all together. Not yet. Oh. Was if that Joe Morton? Me, if we had to change engines? So you can do it to someone else. I always say that. Again, that's a classic thing I do where I, I think it's an actor that's more, more famous than what it really, who it really is. I thought that was, this is not Joe Morton, right? I think the change engine can I don't know who that is. But it's definitely Cyborg's dad. He was in Terminator 2. He's the African-American guy in Terminator 2 who blows the building up. Yeah, the, maybe. If, if, yeah. Let's see. It is him. Let's see. It's him. You are not a monster. Yeah, yeah he was in a, a bunch of John Sayles movies. John Sayles. Didn't he make Last Man Out? Last Eight Out or oh, something a, like that? Eight Men Out. Eight Men Out. Brother from the Black Sox movie, the African-American Sox. Yep. I wasn't about to. I couldn't bear to lose my son. But you did. 
but you did. I'm gay, Dad. <laughs> Dad, I, I, I'm really into other male robots. <laughs> I want to have sex with other male robots. I want to grease up still, still flesh women, but I want male robots. That, that that's my sexual identity. You know, it doesn't. Uh, aren't there people? I mean, like the whole like explain. It is to Joe me. Morton. It, I, I thought so. I yeah. was I was right on this one. Usually I'm yeah, wrong. Since we got visitors from Krypton, I get well, one in ten. We're right. good with the obscure wrongs. Alicia O'Leary pointed out uh, that we always get it wrong. Even when when we're alone, when I'm with her, I'm always like, "That's this person," and she's like, "You and Adam are both so bad." <laughs> actors and actresses but then there's ones where but then there's ones where like it's actors and actresses that she's never heard of and i fucking nail them where i'll be like i've seen that person and i'll be like that's the fucking snowboarder from out cold (laughs) absolutely i I get that too absolutely i i I was able to do that a lot when i was now i mean i I don't watch movies like i used to yeah just don't watch them so I, I, I'm not aware. I, I feel like actors now, I mean, there's obviously your pinnacles, but it seems like there's just always new ones being thrown at you every single year, you know, and it's like they're just what's going to stick against the wall. That's know? an interesting point. When you were younger, not younger, but like back, let's yeah, say in the 80s younger. and 90s. Yeah. Um, well, how many movies do you think came out a year? That's a good question. I, I used to go see them all. In the summer. I'm going to say I, there was one big movie a month. Oh, no, no, no. Less. You, that, that's why the seasonal movies mattered. Like, that's why the summer mattered. Because you knew, like, exactly. in the summer, the big movies are going to come out. Uh, and, every then sh- we- and then there ain't going to be shit until Christmas. Yeah, basically, yeah. In the summer, every weekend would be a new release. So, like, those 12 weeks. And then they started pushing it earlier. Like, it was, like, all of a sudden, the summer release became April, you know? <laughs> and, and it went to, like, October or something, you know? So, uh, but you're right, like, seasonal release. Yeah. And then Christmas was a big time, too. Because, again, as a kid, you'd go to movies, you know, so I'd say they probably make they must make a lot more movies now. But I don't know. Maybe they made what? I bet you they made maybe 100 movies a year back then. I mean, most of them would bomb. Uh, but I got a feeling what I mean, obviously not now, but, you know, in production, they must have more than 100 movies being made at any given time now. You know? Yeah, I'm trying to find a more narrowed down. Is this turning into like uh, Hellraiser? Is this Orb Cube turning into something? So, okay, so we're in Justice League still uh, to let the people at home know. Um, And they found a mother box, which is all these things. This is Steppenwolf. These are all heralds of uh, a guy named a guy, a gentleman named fucking... um, fucking uh not apocalypse that's a uh an x-men guy but it's a dark side who is the 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 head bitch of this planet called apocalypse and he's basically like death incarnate death in human form and he he wields this thing called the fucking uh the the anti-life equation which basically fucking makes everybody his slave puts everybody like basically makes earth hell on earth where everybody's his slave and turns basically everybody into these little fly fucking demon creatures flying around and the whole crux of his three justice league movies were gonna be like the end of this movie you were gonna find out about dark side and then two and three they were actually gonna fight dark side but this movie did so poorly it never they never fucked with it so now in the in the snyder cut which is going to be on hbo max it's going to be a four hour long recut like where they redid his footage because they only used 10 percent of what scott snyder want or uh zach snyder wanted to do 10 percent 10 percent come on wait wait, wait. was the movie's going to be 24 hours long or something four or? hours <laughs> 
it's going to be a four hour movie. First, they were going to do four one hour parts, but then they're like, fuck it. We're going to release it as a four hour movie. They did reshoots. They added compute. They basically did CGI because everybody was talking about this Snyder cut because you know about the Richard Donner Superman cut. Of course. Yeah. So everybody was talking about like people got kind of bummed out, even though people hated his what the movie got released as and people didn't really like Man of Steel or any of the Snyder stuff leading up to it. Yeah. He had to leave because his daughter committed suicide. Ugh. And Richard Lester did or, or no, 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 no. Zach's no, this is for Justice League. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, they, they fired Donner because it was just going over budget because he <laughs> wanted to do this epic two. He, he basically wanted to film two movies at once, like yep. Lord of the Rings. Yep. And they were like, no, release the first one. And we're going to hire the dude who did three musketeers to finish this second one. <laughs> and it's going to be tonally different and it'll be successful, but bad. <clears throat> exactly. But what they did with Snyder is they yeah. were like, OK, your daughter committed suicide. So you're we're going to let you leave. And then we're going to hire the guy who did the Avengers movie to like basically refilm this movie. And they did reshoots and Snyder saw it and was like, this is not my movie. Like they used 10 percent of what I was going to have this movie be. So the fans, even though they didn't like it, were like, well, we would like Zack Snyder to get his should let him make his movie like it's his daughter killed herself. Yeah. yeah no it's not like he's rough. It's not like you're not letting him make it because like you should have just delayed production and let him finish it. Like people were like, even if it's going to be bad, it's fucked up that you didn't let him finish his fucking movie. So the the Snyder cut hashtag Snyder cut just existed yeah. on the Internet. And then even people said like, well, there isn't really a Snyder cut because it's just it's untreated footage. It's just actors in front of a green screen. Like yeah. there's more it's there's more into it than just like, oh, we'll put his footage into it and release yeah. his version. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a far fetched thing. And then finally, when HBO Max came out, they were like, no, we're going to let him do it. Okay. So they gave him like 400 extra, not 400. I think it was like $90 million. <clears throat> wow. They got the actors in to do reshoots and they're going to do his big vision in one four hour movie. And you know, so you know, someone who won't see that Keith, <laughs> we're watching it on the show. <laughs> we're doing a four hour podcast. <laughs> exactly. I know one person who, Despite all of your efforts, and you know something, Keith, you do a good job of breaking it down, and I appreciate that. I, I respect that you can break so it down. So like I'm that. gonna basically run I it down. We're, don't we're, give a shit. We're in 1992, <laughs> Crow. 1992 wide release films here. Okay, absolutely. This is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I didn't, I'm gonna. There isn't a solid number, so this is January to March, and I'm just gonna rock through titles. Okay. Uh huh. Cuffs, Hand That Rocks, The Cradle, Free Jack, Juice, Love Crimes, Hurricane Smith, Into the Sun shining through voyager uh mississippi masala final oh, yeah. analysis medicine man great mouse detective wayne's world uh falling from grace radio flyer stop or my mom will shoot that's a, that a stallone movie uh this is my life the Ma <laughs> the mambo kings oh, yeah. memoirs of, of an invisible man yep for richer or poor not the tim allen version <laughs> uh which was made not long after in the late 90s gladiator not the fucking Heath, yeah. not the fucking uh hair lip guy not the fucking <laughs> australian the yeah exactly yeah. blame Russell it on the bellboy blame it on the bellboy <laughs> is, is mr saturday night on there too a billy crystal movie from 92 uh probably <clears throat> so i mean the lawnmower man which is a favorite of mine as a yeah. child meatballs four Ooh. God, that's amazing. Because <laughs> the original Meatballs did not did not warrant a... Uh, Corey uh, Feldman, Jack Nance, oh. Sarah Douglas, and uh, uh, actor that doesn't have a Wikipedia page, which is The Kiss of Death, we all know. Um, wow. 
What is his name here? Yep, Bo Jesse Christopher. Then you have Once Upon a Crime, Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, which is a classic of my fucking childhood. We're waiting for the clock to strike three. Wah, 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 wah. Have, do you know the plot of Tiny Toons? No, I, I was 23 years. I was getting laid when this was going on. Well, don't on, fucking man. lay that on me. I was eight years <laughs> I know, old. I'm not trying, yeah, I'm not trying to you know, make you feel bad. I'm just Younger. saying this, this. I was thinking about different things. Keith. So the so plot cool. of that is the plot of the whole show is they exist in this world called fucking Acme Acres. Which is basically like the town that the Looney Tunes exist in. And it's the younger versions, not versions, but. Oh, yeah. And they go to this place called Acme Luniversity. Yeah. And all the, like, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck are the teachers. Professors there. Yeah. 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 And uh, the movie is about how they spent their summer vacation. And at the beginning of it, they sing the song, We're Waiting for the Clock to Strike Three. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg produced it. And that was the beginning of uh shows like that and animaniacs and batman the animated series where they were like look you know we want kids to watch these shows but we also know parents are watching them yeah so we want these to be enjoyable for the parents exactly so like tiny tunes has hard like david letterman roseanne references like i think i brought this up earlier but there's this scene where babs is walking through a, a hollywood movie set and there's fucking David Letterman <laughs> banging his pencil on the desk with his huge cartoon teeth and doing like David Letterman. And then he goes, next on the show, Roseanne Barr. Yeah. And they go. She sings the national anthem on a fucking high oh, dive board. Wow. And then she high dives off the board and fucking like into a pool. And as a kid, I knew that was funny. But like, that's also hilarious to yeah, an adult. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, uh, when she sang the national anthem, we've talked about it here before, that was a big, like, whoa, like a black mark on her. Uh, she didn't get canceled. She was going to get right wing canceled. That's what was going to happen to her. Instead, she got left wing canceled, you know. Allow us. Oh, I won't cut into a fucking commercial. Um, so we're American Me, Article 99, um, How- Howard's End. Which is only a movie I've heard tell about. I've never seen it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was Merchant Iron Movie. My Cousin Vinny. Oh, yeah, that was Shakes- Pesci. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking... Yep. A pause track rear end. <laughs> one of the last fucking uh, Fred Gwynn movies. Didn't he drop of a grabber shortly he, he after must that? He must have. I'm sure, his, I'm sure his arteries were clogged up. I'm sure they yeah. were. From years of eating prime rib and, and dollops of sour cream on big baked potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Munsters. Oh, absolutely. I was a huge 93 monster. he died, so he died a year later. Wow. Shakes the Clown. Basic Instinct came out in March of 92. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw it when it came out on VHS. Is I don't, this just I don't the first remember. three months of the year? Still? We're in the end of March here, Daddy. Oh, man. I mean, that's a so lot the, of movies. So the, the, I bet you the 90s was the beginning of what would you say was the big hit movie? Was it Star Wars that put in the thing of like, let's put out more of these big movies every year? Oh, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, well, yes. Uh, but I also I think Jaws was a bit of that too because they're like oh my god we made so much money we got to just try to make more money you know I mean so like the height of sequels to me I feel like was like the, like the late 80s summer of 89 was a bunch of sequels coming out like the sequel became huge in the 80s I think I think it was sort of deemed a bit uncouth or something before that time you, know, you think of like James Bond I guess those would be kind of like sequels but they're not it's sort of a an episodic thing going on not just like oh the, the shark's gonna come back but yeah I would say Star Wars is definitely uh, in there. Some horror movies of that time. Halloween 2, which I saw in the theater. 
You know? Yeah, which you were upset. That's like the not Michael Myers one. No, no, no. <clears throat> Halloween three is the not oh, Michael the Myers. Yeah, one. two yeah. is direct. It's like the hours. It's like a minute after the first. Absolutely. One. I, I and, remember, then it's, and then the rest of it's in a goddamn hospital. I remember screaming at the screen. So we have and a buddy of mine was with me in the movie and he was really embarrassed. I was like, no, get away. Noise is off of Peter Bogdanovich <laughs> I was movie. yelling at the screen. screen. Sorry. You were upset. I know I was yelling at the screen when I was 12 years old. You love Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, I, I, I was into her, but also it was so Mike Myers was such a scary guy, but the audience was getting fired up. I remember the audience getting fired up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just changing. It's, a, it's such a bad movie. It's such a bad movie, but I was so <laughs> I was so into it. I love. Is the it fact. bad though? I mean, it's yeah. it's one of the more successful sequels of a horror movie. Oh, oh isn't absolutely. It? I mean, well, it, it made the franchise. You know, it, it, just like just like if Empire Strikes Back wasn't good, it, it, it would have kind of Star Wars would have been sort of it would have become something different if Empire wasn't such a massive hit. Empire being a massive hit just solidified that. I mean, it was like, this is going to be, I mean, it just, you know, whatever. It, it's now Hollywood. You know, it's it's just a strand of Hollywood now. It's what it is. <clears throat> like like the Strand bookstore. You know, <laughs> it's part of the whatever. I don't know, the makeup of it or whatever. The, the mosaic. East. It's part of the Geist, bro. You know, but yeah, I would say, yeah, I think I think that's a good way. Star Wars, probably from a sequel, sequel point of view, I'd say. Um, and some horror movies. What you know? have we got here? Uh, Rocky, Rocky. Again, I think it was like a late seventies thing. You know, uh, you know they uh, Hollywood was definitely changing at that time. Because it was much more director, I think, focused. You know, the studio system had died. Well, know? yeah. So and like there wasn't the franchise hadn't. I think people had weren't throwing their hat in the ring yet. Like everybody was kind of intimidated. Like let's not do anything big like Star Wars. Let's make Children of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. ruled the nineties? Uh, yeah, Let's be honest. Children of the Corn was everywhere. Uh, were there sequels? Oh yeah, weren't there like sequels? Goddamn Corn Kids. Yeah, there's like fucking nine of them. Isaac's wow. Return. I remember the one where they go to the suburbs. They get this fucking family to adopt them, and they go to the burbs. <laughs> I, I like that angle. That, that, that was always a thing. It's actually like, not bad. It's like the third or fourth one. Well, and it also makes sense. Like, we're going to make this the suburban movie. It, it, it'll be for the theaters out in suburbia. You know, it's not going to be for the city kids. You know, we, we so they have that. proof. Rise of the Red Lantern, which sounds like a fucking never saw. That. That's an that's a Asian movie. Shadows and Fog. The cutting, oh, that, that was a Woody Allen movie. Yep. The Cutting Edge. Ladybugs, which is one of my favorites. That's another kind of of, that's another woke for back then, but not woke now movies where Jonathan Brandis of hanging himself fame. (laughs) Um, Let's say it together, kids. He gave up. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So (laughs) Uh, he was great. He was in Sequest. Yeah. So I I thought Ladybugs, wasn't that? So uh, that's Rodney Dangerfield. It was his last movie, I think, right? Wasn't Uh, it? Around there. So it's Rodney Dangerfield, who's just like, you know, I'm fucking Rodney. Yeah, doing his thing. He's Rodney. He's going to be Rodney. And he has to coach a a girl's soccer team who's garbage. (laughs) And he gets his son, Jonathan Brandis, who's amazing at soccer, to pretend to be a lady poorly. He just wears a blonde wig and talks like this. So it's like the soccer version of fucking Bad News Bears. Exactly. But called Ladybugs. Yeah, exactly. And it's exactly. it's one of my favorites. That, uh, remember we, uh, the Applegates where Ed Bagley Jr. and Christina Applegate play a family where they're flies and they have to hide like they're, they're actual fly people? No. That's I have great. no memory of that. No. Or what's the movie where Roseanne is all fucking ugly? 
Let me see this. <laughs> was every movie I was she's ever. Say, I was like, a, a scratch. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's great. We have fun. Oh, so, we have fun on the show. I'm gonna Google Roseanne Barr, so I might get hit with some fucking flags. That's okay. Uh, yeah, because I mean, there was a bunch of movies. I mean, there was probably 140. Like, if you look at the trades, man, there's always like. They're always making movies, man. I'm trying to figure it out. She Devil. Do you remember She Devil? Oh, uh, with uh, with Meryl with, Streep. With yeah, yeah. and Ed Bagley Jr. I never saw it. Well, wasn't uh, Bruce Willis in that? No, oh, I thought he. Meryl was. Streep, Ed Bagley Jr. It's Roseanne Barr's film debut. She only made like eight movies. Yeah, well, the the TV show obviously is. What I she mean, made. obviously, Meet Wally Sparks was the high end of it. Yeah, she was being groomed for that. You know, she was like a look who's talking to. <laughs> that was a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that Travolta still maintained a, a certain degree of relevance. Look at that leather jacket. Yeah, well, just look at her. Not coming, Bruce. He's a lot of this is so underrated. I still maintain, and I'm I'm a DC fanboy. I'm not yeah. denying that. Yeah, but these people just didn't give these movies a chance. They're haphazardly written. It's not like the most comprehensive story. It's it's a lot of just. For no reason battles. Yeah. But like, they're not as bad. It's like they're the Mitchell Trubisky of movies. Are they good? No. Yeah. Yeah. But they're not that. They're serviceable. Okay. They'll get you there. Okay. Oh my God. I'm sorry. But she people acted so like their beautiful. wallets got fucking molested <laughs> after it. They were cheated. I can't believe <laughs> I sat there. <laughs> well, you could have gotten up. Exactly. You're tr- what if we've, we've had this. I've asked this question before. What movies have you walked out? I've said mine. I've what never walked you, out of a movie. You've never walked out of a movie. I have a fucking, I'm easy to please, man. It you might know? be because it might be why my comedy is so bland and mediocre, <laughs> which isn't true. I've, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I tell stories about drugs, you know, it, it, uh, <laughs> but I think a lot of, I think, uh, my style of humor is sharpened by the fact that like, I'm not this big, like subversive, smart, like. I don't need all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like the movie Jingle All the Way with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, exactly. You like it. So you like it. You know. I'll make fun of it. I know it's ridiculous. And yeah. even with these, that's what like the argument I get in with people. Like no, is what it, you're getting involved is with. It is it bad? Yes. But is it still worth dropping fifteen dollars to get a soda and some fucking popcorn and watch it? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. what uh, what about watching a bad movie on a giant screen is unenjoyable to you? For me, uh, when I've walked out of movies, it, it, it's a, again, you know, it's only, been, it's only been a couple of them, but there's something that what offends me is when there's a, a movie that's so bad that all this money that went into it and there's so many creative people out here. How, how can you still fuck it up? Like it, it annoys right. me when I they fuck that. it up. You know, it's just like, you know, I mean, come on, you're literally putting how many, this movie probably costs what? Hundred million, hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Oh no, more than that. It Probably was like four hundred. Jesus Christ! That's why it. it and here's you know here's like a, here's a gauge of how fuck it up. That here's much. a gauge of how money hungry studios are. Yeah, let me look it up. So this movie did not was not a financial failure. Let's look at box office mojo. 
but it's considered a flop because it didn't make it. it basically it has to make a billion dollars justice league was supposed to be the avengers of the dceu and given a certifiably massive 300 million dollar budget but Jesus then there's more yeah. with like advertising so people are saying it's probably more like 460 oh my God. Uh, it should have made it should have been the movie event of the decade it ended up grossing 657.9 million uh, which is a pitiful amount for such a event blockbuster so it's considered a financial flop even yeah. though it doubled its budget yeah yeah it's crazy that's the pressure you know of it having to be, be something that's just uh you know wonder some, woman some was the first billion dollar dc movie you know it, it almost the blockbuster almost ruined film in a certain way you know because everyone has to do it no not everyone you gotta have your well, independent movie still, i think obviously. it's i think making a profit is way is just like the priority yeah now. yeah you got yeah absolutely obviously because now because even look <laughs> at children the of the profit. corn those yeah. movies are made with such tongue-in-cheek manner and i think they're made on shoestring budgets where they're like ah if it makes if it doesn't make its budget we didn't spend that much but like <laughs> now if you make children of the corn they're like it's got to be big and we want this to be this could be the beginning of something malachi story must be told <laughs> malachi malachi you know <laughs> Todd Massey talk about Hill. We got him live texting me, dude, watching a fucked up movie called Martyrs, the original French one. It's so fucked up. <laughs> I have to look at that. There we got we got a break about 20 minutes away. We might have yeah, to look into that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But but there were some events this week. There were some events. There were. We're not even through no. fucking movies. Yeah. Of, 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 of 1992. That'll be the, the spine of this fucking episode. Man, that's a lot of movies. It is a lot of movies. Uh, so, yeah, we can move on to the some. We got a couple, two big ad nauseum topics this week. Yep. Um, uh, Tiger Woods broke his leg. Pulverized his ankle yeah. and broke his leg. Got into a car accident. From what I'm l- looking at, it was, I think he was texting. So, he was doing this fucking golf invitational. Uh, some, I forget where the fuck he was. I think he was going to a commercial shoot and he was late. Yeah. That was he was like an was... hour late or something like that. So and he was then, driving too fast. So yeah, he was driving fast. And then, uh, I think he was texting to like, oh, I'm on my way. I guess he was doing a commercial with Drew Brees and Justin Herbert. Hey, you he know. books the good gigs, you know? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think he was texting maybe at that moment and like, oh yeah, totally. Late. Yeah. And then yeah. just didn't see someone behind him. Oh. Look at that. This is where fucking the Flash the classic Batman move where like you just throw a weapon at somebody cuz you hope their powers are going to activate. <laughs> and then they don't and you're just like, "Oh, so shit." So is is he like recruiting people like yeah, they got to get forming all the together. Justice League yeah, because exactly. he fucking yeah. he's he keeps having visions of this doomsday. I have to admit it when I was a kid cartoon in the late late 70s justice league of america justice league was great i loved watching the justice yeah league. and they would have like three stooges it was like the justice league and the scooby-doo gang yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but then what was was solomon grundy was he one of the bad guys oh yeah he was like some southern like strong man the old solomon grundy right totally when your first name is solomon you are from alabama that that is well weird. no solomon grundy in the comic books is like a stone creature <laughs> he's not he's not human oh i thought he was like human no was he like some he's old very son? dark side-ish it's almost oh. they almost dc's got a lot of villains that kind of look like lava creature stone men but, you know <laughs> they got different origins yeah exactly their origin story is key yeah it's so fundamental so fun it is of course it is <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, so Tiger Woods, when I first heard that story, of course, my mind, speaking of dark side, I'm like, well, he tried to commit suicide. It's a, it's a one-man car crash. Or, and my yeah. thought wasn't suicide, but definitely like, let's end the career. Well, well, that, that that's probably going to work. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, I think that's going to happen. Or he'll finally just have, be laid up and rest his shit and he'll come back better than ever. No, I, 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 I think he he's had five back surgeries before this. They had a major surgery. Probably I just guess. sitting in there with that clicker, dude, that fucking dope clicker. Oh, yeah. Just sitting back every 10 minutes. Just hitting it yeah. again, you know, just, yeah. you know, they stop after three, but then they give me a new clicker. They screw a new clicker on. My mom, my mom at the end of her life had two. It was all about that click. Had uh, two morphine drips into her body. There you go. Living life. Oh, yeah, That's like the yep. fucking narcotic old folks home. Yeah. Well, yeah, she, she had cancer. So they had, it's all pain management at that point. You are merely managing the pain at that point, which is a rough, rough topic. Such is life, man. <laughs> if we can get ethereal. <laughs> so, yeah, but everybody, the the annoying part and Mike Rowe, writer of The Simpsons and Facebook yeah. friend, just fucking dropping names. Okay. And he friended me. So how does that make you feel? Yeah, man, I, I, I feel no. I don't feel that important. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he was he was leading the charge, but everybody was just like enough with this fucking Tiger Woods coverage because they were covering it wall to wall. And then yeah. it carried over into the Lady Gaga's dogs thing. But yeah, like, yeah. But with exactly. the Tiger Woods thing, I think it's a it's a combination of. There's no more Trump. So people are just like, there's a lack of daily news. People are so used to like every day Trump says something. So this is our story for the day. And we could feed off of stuff like this. Trump was like the TV in this podcast. I, 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 like, so, <laughs> like and the life was the spine of life was what Donald Trump said that day. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, it's I wonder, do you think and tell me this, tell me this. Do you think there's been like almost a crash after that? Like almost like a withdrawal from it? Are people being, uh, it's, you know, whatever, they're off balance, off kilter a little bit as a result of that? You well, know what I mean? I think they're just not off kilter um, in the sense of that I think people are just kind of fucking struggling to like, well, what do we talk about? What do we be angry about? But isn't that kind of like an addiction? We're withdrawing from an addiction. Yeah, it's it's a you know? it's a it's a social media, it's a dopamine thing because like Trump gave you that social media dopamine where you could tweet at him and uh, and now he's off Twitter. Yeah, so you have to do it to his son. What? But now what what took up is uh, Joe Biden made some detainment camps for kids, so that gave everybody a little bit of like, oh yeah, <laughs> we can hate Joe Biden too. Yeah, well, yeah, it's you know, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, yeah, the, the, this is. I just, I just still feel like we're, we, whatever the, the, the pandemic, they would, I hope that these, you know, people are going to get through, get it through their head. They got to get the vaccine. I am on the list to get the vaccine. What, what, when my name is I am called, on the list. I'm going right away. I'm going right away, you know? Um, but I'm also looking at Gal Gadot right now. I can yeah. care less about So it. it's a combination of, like I said, the no Trump. So people are just like, well, we need to cover this Tiger Woods story for hours because there's nothing political going on. News is boring again. Yeah. And then you have, and this is just a case of, of Larry's job where she said, like, you have these news directors that come from small markets, like fucking Kansas City, Dallas, yeah. Sacramento. And where news isn't celebrity based, it's just very fucking dry, run of the mill, fucking yeah. town meetings and fucking city hall shit. Yeah. And then you move to Los Angeles where much of the news is geared towards celebrity. Oh, absolutely. So I think it's where they think it, they just get excited that like, oh, yeah, let's run this story about Denzel Washington's house being robbed. Yeah. Even though like you can't confirm shit for hours. So you're delaying 
telling actual news yeah because <laughs> you're telling your reporters like well wait up and and look into this denzel washington fucking house robbing story yeah we're like but there's people getting murdered in skid row right now yeah yeah but that that's not uh yeah that that, that is the the distraction of celebrity yeah so it's know? a mix of that where you have these like young f- news people who are like it, it they get excited that like oh we get to do hollywood stuff now like people and they and then we're in a click like click based type of thing where they're like oh people will rather click on a story about denzel washington's house being oh yeah robbed at, or uh lady gaga's dogs or tiger wood pulverizing his ankle over yeah. you know the la city council denies fucking yeah, yeah the rights of trans people to put their bikes on the fronts of buses yeah, yeah <laughs> or whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, little yeah. minutia happens yeah. no absolutely yeah no yeah all those absolutely that's always been my criticism of it. it's been that way since i was a kid you know it's, it's the fame distraction to, to, to so you don't pay attention to things that might actually genuinely impact your life or some of the lives which is weird you. and the right wing uses shit like that where they'll do They're nefarious shit like fucking burn down uh abortion clinics but then they're like hey walker texas rangers at our rally yeah <laughs> and people were like well that's cool by like, the way yeah, they hate abortion but they got walker you know this was a story that i didn't see get very much press about a year ago there was a mic i used to go to uh at the hollywood hotel you've probably been there oh it's times. still there baby is, is the mic still open or running not currently but like yeah. i'm sure it'll come back once yeah. comedy is still kicking back that's where i think me and i i need to go out one uh, once i get this vaccine because i think things are starting to like on the quiet start kicking back up well we'll see but 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 uh it, it, it was um no what was i saying again about the uh the you were just talking about the mic something nefarious happened at the hollywood hotel mic or something. oh yeah yeah no yeah cross the street was a uh, a woman's health clinic yeah and, and i went out after after a show it had been burnt to the fucking ground. There were like eight, it was a three alarm fire. You know, there were eight fire trucks. I love how and, we just didn't add the fourth alarm. You know, it, 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 it was whatever it was, whatever they call it. Point is, they burnt the fucking building down, and there was like some coverage. And I'm like, this is in the middle of Hollywood. Like, I guess a few other times it had been they tried to burn it down, and they succeeded this time. And I drove past it today. It's still an empty lot for a year. A woman's health clinic that I'm sure did abortions. You know, and also, oh yeah, get, get contraception. How know, they pay the bills, baby. Health, and it's like uh, they burn it down, and it's, that, that should be a much bigger story. They're that's doing actually, it here. It's actually a joke. Abortions don't pay the bills. The federal government does. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean the bills. No, that's good though. I'm yeah. Uh, <laughs> aren't the they, point is, aren't women's like a, that's like a state-run thing, right? Like, don't they get grant money? No, man. I, I, I think it's the opposite. I, I think that you because a lot of those health clinics, you oh, it's tax dollars. But what I'm saying is, like, it's it. not for profit, like. You can go in there and you can get a fucking baby spatula out of your womb for free. Uh, I think you got to pay. You got to pay. I think it's like, I don't know what the cost is. I've done the Planned Parenthood route, but I always thought Planned Parenthood was like, that's not like a free clinic. Yeah. I mean, I I actually don't. I don't know. Free clinics not do the hardcore shit. I really don't know. I don't know. I'm naive on that, Keith. I I really don't know. But the point is, you just it, go to a free clinic and they're again, just like, ma'am, you're nine months pregnant. The distraction of fame, like Tiger Woods hurting his ankle. Yeah, we don't pay attention to, oh, Syria got bombed. You know what I mean? Or, you know, right. You know, or, or it, it, that comes it out did, for a little it? bit. So, yeah, Syria yeah. got bombed. That's what uh, Tiger Woods covered up Syria getting bombed and Joe Biden okaying kid, kid, like, not kid cages, but kid, like, duplex trailers. Detention. Oh, God. Yeah. So they're moving up in quality. Pretty soon they'll have little fucking slab houses. Jeez. 
Like the little houses in the island of Lost. Yeah, you know, it, it is. I'm so skeptical. The, the problems are so big in this country, and there's so. Well, I say it every every week. It's boring. It's a broken record. You know, it, it's just divided. It, 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 to take these issues on, it's trying to be funny. You know? I know, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it just. But it, it's just. What is well, the funniest thing so far? It's just Biden being like. Every time I see Biden, I just go, "Come on, man." I guess what, yeah, to me, it's, just, I think maybe just, it's boring. Maybe that's not, you know, yeah. there's not a comedy in that. It's just a very stark contrast. But at the same time, the, the Trump, uh, the, the January 6th events still loom. That still casts a shadow. I'm still having a hard time with remembering the date. I don't think I'll ever, that won't be a 9-11 in my head. I'll just call it the Capitol riot. You that's going to be one of those obvious trivia things that I'm going to get wrong at a bar and people are going to be upset. <laughs> on what date did Republicans raid the Capitol? And everybody would be like, come on, Keith. Yeah, so it, easy. And I'll be like, I don't know. Who the fuck remembers <laughs> that? And they'll be like, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> January 6th. And I'll storm out of the bar upset, which I'm, I'm prone to do. I, I do it during Viking law. When the Vikings have lost, I was notorious. And I made that decision by the second quarter. You I just left. leave them out. Because I, I knew I was like, no, here are all the flaw. When you've watched enough sports and you watch, you can see all of your weaknesses. Teams just continue to do the same thing until you can stop your week, fill the weakness. So every week it was the same thing. Oh, here's where, here's where their offensive line's going to suck. Here, you know, they're in this situation. They can't cover this guy. And, and, and in the same, they get picked on. You know, they, they just keep getting up. So you know by the second quarter they're going to lose. My friends, well, why are you doing that? It's because I know they're going to lose. And you know something, Keith? I've literally almost never been wrong. I've never been when I've left. I've never regretted the decision. But yes, I, I stormed out too. <laughs> I st- I've stormed out too. I haven't done that in a while. My last true sports meltdown was the Blair Walsh missed field goal. Oh yeah, that was because well, it was like from two yards away. It was a twenty-seven yard field goal. And he made, <laughs> yeah, but they were in like outdoor. I think it was the first field goal in the history of outdoor Viking football. No, 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 because they played in the yeah, outdoor stadium, the Joe Cap era. Yeah, and Fran a legitimate home field advantage. Oh, big time. I've been watching uh, playoff games with the Vikings this week. By the way, like old NFL films, been going into eighty-seven. No, 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 like 74. Have you ever gone into the years that you know the ball every year they lost, but the years were like, ah, shit, fucking Todd, I got to decline a call from Todd. I should tell him at break that we're recording a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, But like the the years where you know that they were okay and then you fantasy book it as you're watching it, like 95 is the year for me with that with the Bears. They made the playoffs. Yeah. And then was like 94 or 90 because 94, they beat it was the, the Vikings. first year they had Kramer that they beat the Vikings it was the first year they had yeah. Kramer. Yeah. And they, they might not have made the playoffs, but they started the season like seven and two. And as I watched the highlight from that season, I'm just like, if they just would have won this game, like you just think about if they would have made the playoffs, you're yeah. like, they probably could have knocked off a couple people in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, you know what I I've gone back. They could beat Scott Mitchell's Lions. <laughs> well, that team could score, though, that that Johnny Morton. Now, not the actor in this movie, Johnny Johnny Morton, but Johnny won the receiver. They had Herman Moore. They had a uh, Barry Sanders. You know, uh, they they had a they had a team. You know, uh, they they had very good receivers. Those those uh, uh, lion teams from the mid nineties. You know, but I I go back and watch things from the seventies, like things I don't have actual memories of. I watched the NFC Championship game, game of the week. NFC Championship game between the uh, Rams and the Vikings today. <laughs> it's 21 minutes. Oh, yeah. It's 21 minutes. This is highlights. The game in like 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah they, they do 60 highlights. 60 and 30. Yeah. Yeah. It's the highlights of NFL films. And I, I just, I, I, I cannot get enough of it. I just love it. I find it. Fred Dreyer, you know, people are all dead. Like half the teams are both dead now, you know? Oh, 100%. You know? 
So well, like but, we were uh, talking about earlier, there's four presidents that are alive. I know. I, I have to not live in the past and think of a future. I don't know what my problem is. I dwell on things. You know, it's the way, it's the way my ego works, man. I, uh, but I'm better at it, I think. <laughs> what? So uh, dwelling on things, focusing on things, focusing on the, thinking about things in the past. You know, think about your future. You know, think about that. Yeah, that's you a know? line from Batman. You think know? about the future. You know? And then he shoots him. You know? Eckhart, think about your mom. She's fat. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think. I think that's what it was. So who's this woman? This that is Amber Heard. That oh, is Johnny yeah. Depp's yeah. former wife. Isn't She's a, a pill, apparently. Uh, didn't they have like some huge... like? Yeah, she shat on the bed, which ended up not being true, but... You know, they they slap each other around. We got we got ourselves a mutually ex- abusive relationship. Ugh. What we got ourselves is a failure to communicate and they like it. Ugh. Isn't there some like $300 million like defamation suit or something like they're slapping on each other? It sounds so. Ugh. It just sounds gross to me. It's such a reveal of this country and where we're at, man. <laughs> Where we're at, man. You know, as you know, what, what, what the natural order of things, it's, it's, I don't know, it is, you know, it's uh, the common good is barely thought about, you know. Yeah. Barely thought about. So, but whatever. That, that's, well, is this Woody Harrelson? <laughs> yeah. Not, I know it's not. You want to crank into a break here? No, I'm okay, man. Okay. I'm okay. I'm just letting you know we're at the hour. I'm just, okay. I'm just giving you the hour point. I appreciate that, man. I that's do. good, though. But, but, but like I said, one. Crow, I'm going to get you to three. Yeah, I, I no. We're, we're, I just want it. I just want it to be there. natural. What yeah, I just exactly. what I just want it to be is us to not be a untethered man. <laughs> to quote us, man. Oh, no, 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 uh, with uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. This is a, they turn. This all the would hum- be cool if this happened in real life. They can see it in the background. The people on YouTube again. No reason why you're not watching YouTube. <laughs> KeithPazel.com or YouTube. Uh, you know, we got a video version of this show that I work hard. So to they, produce. they've turned humans into these weird like wasp creatures. They're not humans. These are just like they gen- um they just generate them. They're just like oh okay. These aren't. They're not turning anybody. These mother boxes like are. I still am questionable on the mother boxes. There's aspects of the Justice League mythos that are just so spacey and like they exist for no reason where like these mother boxes are a way that people from apocalypse communicate like you could teleport from place to place and cyborg is like made out of one so he can like communicate with them okay and then the other ones are like are always randomly spread out through time like you can't join them and that's what this dude's trying to do he's trying to join the mother boxes and then that calls to make some massive mother and then box. that calls dark side the mother box communicates with apocalypse and calls dark side so he can come fucking harvest the planet and make them all fucking buggy and shit man I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's real comic booky, And again, it's you know, again okay. why people didn't like it, because the first parts of this franchise, like Man of Steel and to a lesser degree, Batman versus Superman, were like these attempts at being the Dark Knight. Yeah. And then they were just like, fuck it. We're going full comic book because yeah. a lot of people were like, oh, the Man of Steel was nothing like the comic book. It was it was just fucking drab and boring. Yeah. But then they went to comic booky, and then like. They got punished for that. Yeah. I just don't understand. No, no, no. It makes And then people were like, oh, these movies are too long. And then it turns out the the version of Batman versus Superman that's like almost four hours long is the better version because they leave in a a bunch of backstory to the characters. Of course. You you have unrelenting need for backstory. (laughs) With shit like this, you need it because when you have characters that have 
ways that they fight based on like who they are and things that have happened yeah. like you need to know why the flash cares about his dad like why he's out there being a crime scene investigator it, it because, makes the story because richer his experience. dad got accused of, of the murder of his mother which he yeah. didn't commit so now barry allen is a crime scene investigator because he wants to prove that his dad didn't fucking kill his mother okay and then eventually he goes back in time to stop the murder of his mother and that changes the present in a story called flashpoint <clears throat> which i think is going to be the flash movie that's coming out okay okay um so you need backstory like that you need to know the relationship between cyborg and his father and that like do you really need it but vix <laughs> do you want to i don't mean from a not story. need it but I mean, like as a this human movie being. starts with just him as cyborg they never show you how he becomes cyborg they do it briefly in like yeah. a video but like you need to know that he was a star football player for the Gotham professional football team. And then he gets mushed by a bus and his dad fucking turns him into a cyborg. <laughs> and then now cyborg hates his fucking dad. Yeah. But he needs him because he's like made of technology. So they're coming together now to get the yes. team together to kick some ass. Yeah. Right. They, they, they got to save because if this box becomes like mega life. box, it's, like, it's going to just going to take no. over. Like, you know, there's trying to stop Steppenwolf from calling Darkseid. Okay, because they're worried that if Darkseid gets called, Darkseid gets called, it's the end of the world. Game over. Well, and that's the thing. Throughout the movie, Batman is having these visions of like what the world's going to be like when Darkseid takes over, and it's awesome. It's like all these like every comic book fan's dream of like an apocalyptic world. (laughs) All these throwbacks, and the new one—that's where the Joker is going to be. The Joker is going to be—it's going to be like a Ghost of Christmas Future, where like he's taking Batman through this fucking nightmare sequence. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. I tell um, you what, you know something? I, I'm going to be honest. Flash for a brief time. I he's like great. Flash. Do you remember like the him. 90s Flash show? I remember that was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the dad from Dawson's Creek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I never really watched it. but I. Uh, I that's the one th- I had that relationship with my stepdad. We would watch that show on the reg. Well, that was one of the few levels. You, you, we would watch that. We would watch the X-Files. Is he if, still part of your life? Or no, he, no, 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 no. He's he got me. We ended it because I spoke ill of cops because he was a cop. Bad one. And uh, yeah. I don't hate his guts, but like, yeah, we he told he told me that I was never going to be a successful comedian. Oh, because I'm not funny because I'm always just talking shit about cops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the reason why I skimmed the big. He sent me a long paragraph and first it started out like. Oh, he gave me, he wrote okay, on, on yeah. Facebook. And then like, as I was reading it, I started skimming it and I was just like, too bad. Not funny. It's a shame. And I was just like, oh, fuck him. Like I just yeah. saw the keywords and I was just like, yeah. I don't need to read the rest of this. He's yeah. mad that I was talking shit about cops. Yeah. And because of that, he thinks I'm never going to be successful that like, he's basically saying that my political views are hindering me being funny, oh, which God. might be true, but yeah, fuck you. I, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. It's yeah. I, whatever. Uh, but but is he still married? You ever hear of Lenny Bruce, man? No, he's married to some morbidly obese hag Ooh. in fucking Maryland. Ooh, man. What a life. You know? What my a life. Way hotter. <laughs> what a life. And I know my having. mom's hot because my friends wanted to fuck her in high school. And it was. She was a MILF? Awful. Yeah. She was a MILF. Wow. I would deflect it by saying, like, oh, thanks. I got her jeans. But inside, I was just like, guys, shut up. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> She did it on my Saying dad. That. She might do it. Shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, mom. That's I'm hilarious. kidding. So how about, okay, so where are we at here, man? So yeah, let, let, Right let about you. an hour and five minutes. You want to yeah. cut the commercial yep. break Let's here? Let's do that. All Let's right. Do that. 
We're going to go to commercial. Come back. Uh, we will back. We'll be back here on Keith Pazel's podcast. KeithPazel.com YouTube. Yeah. Why buy just a video game from Atari or Intellivision? Invest in the wonder computer of the 1980s for under $300. The Commodore VIC-20. Unlike games, it has a real computer keyboard. With the Commodore VIC-20, the whole family can learn computing at home. Plays great games, too. Under $300, the wonder computer of the 1980s, the Commodore VIC-20, coming soon. All right, we're back here. We got Superman 3 playing in the background. But you know, if you see this opening scene, I didn't realize COVID actually existed in 1983. Can, you, can, we, can, we, can we go go back? Rewind it just like sure the 30 fuck seconds. Can. Yeah. Because you'll see this was actually filmed. There was a, a brief COVID scare of 1983 that no one ever. No one talks really? about that. You'll AIDS? see. You, 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 no, you'll see this. You'll see if, if you go back a little bit. If you, if you can rewind it a little bit. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That should be it. Yeah. Well, I went back to the beginning. Exactly. So, yeah, so quick. Here we go. Here we go. Because, because you got to see We're going to get popped for this Warner Brothers logo. Watch. Probably That'll will. be the thing. Yeah. Maybe. Might happen. Who knows? Fuck them. You know. Right? So here is the opening scene to what we're going to watch, ladies and gentlemen. Superman 3. We're continuing over because <laughs> we were watching current Justice League. We were talking about that. We're also going to continue on the search of movies in 1992. So here is, you see, you see, here's, here, here's the COVID in 1983. You'll see. There you go. Uh, uh, you, you, there's a line. You can't go past a certain point. Have you looked for work this week? <laughs> right there, you see. Oh, look at that! Uh, yeah. The unemployment off. You know, you know what I mean? Like the, the other, yeah. The line there. They can't. Is that get, for a reason? Oh, I'm sure it's just don't rush AIDS? us. Don't rush us. You know, and, and we're forcing you to stay in a line. You know, no, not AIDS. It was just. I think it was done just to try to manage the people. You know, they manage do that here. The people, they do that at some bars. I went to the whiskey. Yeah, you know, the whiskey. There's you know, famous music venue. The whiskey a go go. You know, I've seen a bunch of different bands there. You know, I go. The last time I was there, they cordon off different parts of the bar. You can't stand on like certain strips of carpet and stuff, and they have tape cordoning it off. And I'm just like. It's for fire code. I get that, but there's always like some rules. All the bars out here, there's always like a rule or two. Like you have, and I'm like, why? No one leaves here without singing the blues. You know, it's just like Chicago bars are so much better. They're yeah, because they're all so, mob run. You get the okay from the fucking you know. from old Uncle Tony. <laughs> I mean, you can just it, it, anything kind of goes. They're just they're fun. <laughs> is this divine this was going to be divine but in fact was it really no yeah instead it was young young diana ross i don't know who's or uh who who's who played or elizabeth taylor liz taylor trying to make another make a comeback you're ineligible wait a minute what about this week i need this week you have to understand the casting decision of making him the bad guy was like whoa you're making richard Pryor the bad guy like I remember my mind being like, "Wow, that's a that's a bold choice." Hollywood. Well, because he wants to take that's over bold. the world, right? He because he's getting shortchanged, so he this is the decimal point thing. Well, yeah, yeah he, he's a natural. This like, is computer the plot to Office Space, by the way. Yeah, exactly, exactly, absolutely. It, it, that's it, how I know it is. That probably annoys you. 
Yeah, <laughs> that I know this through Office Space instead yeah. of actual Superman. 3. Now, Office Space is great. Office Space is hilarious. I love it. So I give you props for that, you know. But but the point is, he's like on the back of a match. But you know something? I'm just a natural at computer programming because that's how it works. I can do basic or cobalt, you know, some weird language of the early 80s. When I think of computer classes back then, I did not connect with computers. I, I just didn't get them. I, I took it very now, literal. Now, was it because it just wasn't? your thing or did you not think it was going to be big no no no, no there's that classic mark maron bit where he talks about how the internet's a fad <laughs> got the opening credits here yeah so no it, it, it is just uh wait what was the point of uh, with it being a fad or, or what were we talking about the opening credits i can't think jesus i don't know the thc man has got me it took me over it's all good yeah but with this this it's opening all good, again the choice of richard Pryor being the bad guy was just like wow this is a and what that they were villainizing a black guy or well, that no, he's not villainous no, that he's yeah, a, a comedian because he he's a comedian you know it was yeah. a he made four million bucks for this movie i think it was his highest payday for a movie that's when it goes bad Pryor. though when you get because that means most of the budget went to Richard Pryor. So oh, a lot of it did. When most yeah. of the budget comes to a character and you're like, well, what are we going to do about the story? And they're just like, well, fuck. Yeah. We didn't yeah. think about that. I didn't like the way they introduced the credits here. This whole like Vaseline lower screen. I remember when I watched this in the theater I was with my dad, I, I was like, this, this, this doesn't work. I, I, I just didn't like this comedy of errors, you know, because yeah. it was too gaggy. They're just gagging it up oh, too well. much. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's how you were. You you were over it. You were just like, oh well, woo woo woo. <laughs> That's gonna be a big one. Yeah. What I like about Superman three, <laughs> there's a couple things I like about this movie. One of the things I like is is when he's having his uh, his crisis and he's like getting drunk. <laughs> It's Christopher Reeve wearing the Superman outfit, belly up at a bar, getting loaded. Oh, because does is, he lose his powers again in this? Well, no, 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 because he he has a crisis of confidence. I can't remember. The, but what, why is there this psychological split in this, where he has this like crisis that he has to like discover? I himself. like this opening scene. This very comical opening scene where it's like someone a, a law a construction. Like this is like a a Roadrunner cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's all it's very gaggy. Is the whole movie like this? No, 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 no. It, it's not a good movie. It's it's not a good movie. Well, I mean, we've established that it's not good, but is it is it gaggy like this the yeah, whole time? Yeah, there's yeah, there's just. I'm looking forward to seeing how they introduce Richard Pryor be, being a computer whiz. He just picked it up, you know. They were definitely going for Star Wars. No, with computers. Credits. Here was the point about computers. I, I came back. There to you go. Here's the reason why I didn't, they didn't connect with me when I was like in 1983 when I took computer classes. Basic was the language. You had this number coding ten. Basic 20. was the language that they taught me. And it was like you know, uh, it was like less than signs and equal. Hold on, I'm signs. gonna do that for the camera. Basic <laughs> was the logic that they taught me. So the point is. I would take the actual machine literal. I was like, how does this work? Like the mechanics of it. You were speaking to it like a person. But, but like, I was like, well, tell I mean, me how you work. I, 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 how does these these electrical impulses go to a switchboard? Oh, the electrical impulse. And they go onto a screen. Like the mechanics of it 
just totally baffled me. I, right. But I was very literal. I wanted to learn, though. Like, I would have been, probably been a good computer repairman. You know what I mean? Because I, I wanted to get into the actual machine itself and be like, how does this do this stuff? Because how is it able to solve this math equation so quickly? It's smart, Crow. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow. It's a smart tool. So that's the reason why I, I didn't connect with it. It, it, it wasn't. Because I, I knew they were going to be big. I remember, they, yeah. I remember people coming to my high school like management information systems. You should learn that. It's going to be big, you know. Because oh, you, that's so boring. How did that bore the shit out of you? Just oh yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't want to do that. But what was interesting. The high school I went to was in uh, the Chippewa Valley. Cray Supercomputers. Who we got there? Cray Is that Super- Don Amici. No, <laughs> no, he's just some obscure British actor. Oh, gag. look at how long this gag it's is. It's so long, I dude. mean, and then they have a mime it's in this? It's so long. I remember watching this in the theater being like, I don't like this. This is, you know. I don't care Richard Pryor or not. Look at this. David <laughs> and Leslie Newman. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, they were <laughs> they were a couple. And then there's blind gags? Jesus Christ. Oh, man. That's insane. Yeah. The, the, well, they knew they were like, listen, you know, we're, we, I mean, you're, this sequel is made. This is not made for any artistic purpose, obviously. It oh, is. no. This is. Yeah. Just to let's continue the effort. Let's just cash continue out. Continue the fucking cash I mean, this movie out. made money, you know. Oh, I'm sure. Because four know? is the true flop. Oh, yeah, Ford, Ford did not make money. Ford is like there's a there's a World War Three nuclear Ford? war. Oh, theme. Richard Lester. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because that because you know, Lester. You know the Lester, Lester hung around like like in part two when when the wind when they're blowing everyone away. That's very much a Richard Lester scene, like gags like that. You know. Like scenes like that. Oh yeah, because they did that with even in two when Zod they're blowing on shit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was the same sort of thing. In as part this. two, yeah. Here they are with their green, their green lit what an, computers. What an eighties office. That oh is. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Offices scared me. I was like, I want to do an office job. My really? God. Oh yeah, that's why my first office job was like it was an important confidence builder for me. I was afraid to go into an office. You see, here's, here's what you forgot. Oh, well, that's a great computer. He's playing fucking number munchers. How do you do that? I don't know. I just did it. That that's how you that's how you do language. That's how you do code. You just get it. You see, look at that. You see, and so he's deemed this genius with computers. Like that's all that's all the backstory. It's literally a twelve second scene. Wow. That's all you need. You know, it's this colored guy's got it. You know. It's like the pursuit of happiness. I Robert Vaughn still playing the smarmy or not smarmy, but the sort of a scumbag politician corporate guy from Bullet, you know, 15 years later, you know, again, we're bringing up McQueen. Up. We're connecting it. We have a mythology now, Crow. Yeah, I think we I talked think we about do. Steve McQueen last week. Absolutely. And then we're continuing the spine of this episode. We're still in 1992 with movies. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. To answer yeah. our question, the 90s is when they started releasing a shitload of movies. Because do you yeah. remember the 80s being like that? Uh, yes, but so not far as we much. got about like the nine, nine, the nineties. It was an acceleration. It was an acceleration without a doubt. I feel was. like in the nineties, they were, it was the era of not necessarily every week, but like four or five movies come out on a Friday yeah, and then absolutely. they're good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, we the eighties was really the summer was much more of a hit. So we're at the end of March. We have white men can't jump. Oh yeah. God. Mookie is too hot outside. I mean, that's not that movie, but yeah. <laughs> White Man Can't Jump, I remember liking as a kid, but like I I still, when it's on, I won't watch it. Yeah. It hasn't held up in my in the in the memory of my like. I remember that being a my very brain. that was like a very kind of urban, if you will, an urban movie, you know. Yeah, it's about street balls. You son. know, I I remember seeing that with uh my girlfriend Amanda Rip. <laughs> 
bring her back up. Uh, speaking, speaking of a mythology, at the time, girlfriend Amanda Rip, a woman who actually actually was able to like me. Isn't that pretty cool? But yeah, so let, let, let's go through more more from 92. So we got The Last of His Tribe, which I've never seen. No. Yeah. Beethoven, classic oh, yeah, from my yeah, childhood. Yep. Oh, uh, you know what came out during this? Oh, no, that's not the dog one. This is actually about the Beethoven. fucking. Oh, no, wait. No, it is. Is it? Yeah, it's the Charles Grodin one. I, oh, I, I didn't oh. know John Hughes wrote Beethoven. Uh, yeah. Hughes, uh, <clears throat> he, had, he had a good 15-year run, man. He was uh, he was making a lot then of movies. Then we have Straight Talk, starring James Woods, Thunderheart, Rock-A-Doodle. Yeah, Th- Thunderheart, I remember that. I saw that in the theater. That, that, that's a, uh, Michael what's his Apt- face? Apted, Apted. Uh, it, it, it's John, Val Kilmer. Yep, Sam Shepard. Yeah, yeah. It, it who is your a, friend wrote a book about. He's he's writing it right now. He's writing it right now. And right. then we have uh, look Rock- how cute Margot Kidder is there. I'm sorry. Look at how cute she is here. I mean, show her. Same thing about mine. All right, Ken. Yeah, she didn't have the cigar voice as much as she does now. She's so thin, though. She has oh, I know, thin, I know. ghoulish fingers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is like, I mean, this was... <laughs> this was the Twiggy era. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, uh, eating disorders were known, but it was hush-hush. Yeah. They were not discussed. Ooh, She looks man. trans. Well, Clark, you know, some people get to go all the way to Smallville. It's she, she, uh, she, uh... Mar- I think married Richard Pryor okay. from this movie. Margot Jenner. What a doomed, what a doomed oh, he union. probably belted her around. Oh, well, I mean, I just think that they are both just basket cases. I mean, Pryor is a lunatic. Pryor, had, I think he was married seven times. Married a, a woman twice. He shot a car. <laughs> he shot went back and married automobile. her again. It's like, wow. And, and then you get caught up in that. Plus, his addictions were just massive. That means nothing. I know. Like, there was no thought. Like, now they have to put care into, like, this has to look realistic. But now they were just like, throw some numbers on a computer. (laughs) It's a binary code system. Binary. He's figuring it out. Like, so he's just so productive. Oh, look at this. He's a data Philly sliding up on him. Crystal Gale. Your Dorothy Gale looking at First ripoff, man. It's supposed to get two twenty-five a week, right? This says one forty-three eighty. How am I supposed to live on that? Oh, state tax, federal tax, social security tax. All right. So you're still getting some money when you hit sixty-five. So I'm getting money when I hit sixty-five. Who am I now? I can enjoy. Why not? <laughs> get down. This is when they want exactly. him to go. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's but I'm gonna get like, down. This is probably one of several Richard Pryor movies where there's just outtakes of him being like, "What the fuck, brother?" <laughs> yeah, he had. I think he had weird. Uh, well, first you guys serve ginger pussy here at the he cafeteria. Had severe demons. Yeah, I think he had as as many. Oh, demons. he was snorting coke off oh. of off of props in and, this movie. And like, I mean, and just Freebasin. This is post fire. This is you post got Freemasons and then you got Freebasons. <laughs> he was a Freebason. Yeah, he was a Freebason, no doubt about it. I mean, his story when he set himself free on basins, fire. If there's uh, if there's weird math written on the outside of a dilapidated building, you know there's Freebasons inside <laughs> of it. Exactly. There's certain spray painted graffiti, and they have to take you in. I'm working overtime now. I gotta make my money. You know, is that what? Yeah, because prior, I mean, I guess. Like his addictions were just so epic, you know. It's amazing how he just could lose himself in it, you know. That's that's incredible. It's inc- his life was amazing to me. The printer paper to nowhere, a big thing in the. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It just prints stuff. 
Oh, is this when he figures out his scheme? Yes. He places the decimal point, he figures out how to, like, pay himself billions of dollars. Yeah, well, he makes, like, he drives into work in some, like, completely gaudy early 80s sports car. Then I remember thinking, yeah, man, that looks cool. A you fucking... Know, when Mer I was 14. A Mercedes 2 Series. You know, it's, it's, it's like this fire engine red, like, he's a flashy black. So we know? have Rock-A-Doodle. We're in early April here, 1992. Jesus. We're going oh, through the movies of 92. And there's 92. been a lot, you know? Yeah. Fern Gully, one of the Fern Gully movies, Newsies, uh, mm. The Player, Christian Bale's, yeah, in that. yeah, The Player. Oh, oh uh, that was a, that was a Altman. very Artie Altman. Yeah, it was uh, Tim Robbins. I saw that in the theater. Sleepwalkers, The Babe, Brain Donors, yep. City of Joy, Deep Cover, A Midnight Clear, Highway Sixty One. Oh, 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 deep Cover. Yeah. Who, who's in Deep Cover again? Uh, Larry F Lawrence Fishburne. Larry oh, Fishburne. Yeah, it was Larry Fishburne. Jeff yeah. Goldblum, Charles Martin Smith, Victoria Dillard. Yeah. Glenn Turman. These are classic 90s fucking. Yeah. I tell you what, man. Julio Bostic. Fucking just Fishburne has fucking, a career, man. Oh, totally. Jesus He's got Christ. enough of his career to where it matters that his daughter does porn. Yeah. <laughs> does his daughter do porn? I don't think anymore, but she has, she dabbled. Do, do her and Bernie Kosar's daughter have a scene together? Put her, she put her toe in the in the semen, as they you say. Know. Man, uh, City of Joy, making that as a choice. <laughs> deep yeah. cover, and she kept the name Fishburne. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at least put a brown paper that's bag you know, over your face. That's when you know he didn't approve. <laughs> when she's like, "Fuck you!" I'm gonna be fucking Skylight Fishburn or whatever the fuck her name was. Oh man! Passed away. White Sands. Year of the Comet. Folks, with the exclamation point. K two Live Wire. K two. Yeah, yeah. K two was a. Good, it was a. Here we go. K two was a. Uh, was a dog movie. I think uh, maybe. I could no, that's not. It K nine. <laughs> yeah. Here's the chemical. K two is a. Oh no, it's about a mountain. It's a survival drama starring Michael Bean. Oh yeah. Yeah. Live Wire, Night on Earth. Night on Earth was a Jim Jarmusch movie. Yep. Split Second, uh, Big Girls Don't Cry, They uh, Get Even. It, oh, no, I, I can't. No, no. Go ahead. What? No, I can't remember. Criss Cross. We'll make you jump, jump. <laughs> the Favor, The Watch, and The Very Big Fish. I don't mm. know what the fuck that is. I don't know what that is. Poison Ivy. Oh, no, I don't know what that is either. Oh, that's with Drew Barrymore. She shows her boobs. Oh, yeah. She was making her comeback. Lethal Weapon 3, Alien oh, 3. Oh, she played the Amy Fisher. Was the Amy Fisher? Was it? it was Poison Ivy, but Amy Fisher? I don't no, know. No, no. She did one of the Amy Fisher movies. No, it's just like a femme fatale type of flick. Okay, okay. Cause she's a femme fatale. She, she played Amy Fisher. She was in one of those Amy Fisher movies. Who the fuck is Amy Fisher? Do you remember Amy Fisher and Joey Botafuco? No. Oh, that was a complete controversy of like 93. Was she like 12? Well, she, she was like young. I mean, I think she was like 18 or 19. And she was basically fucking this guy who was married and she tried offing his wife and, and the woman survived. So and she got put in jail. Amy Fisher. So there was all these. And she was this complete like it was like Long Island Italians. It was Jersey Shore of, of the early 90s of just That's like great. Like they were totally like local. But. Butterfuco parlayed that he came out to LA. He was like a bouncer at certain bar. I think he was a bouncer at uh, the Whiskey A Go Go or something. He was like a, at an, or the, the Rainbow, like that kind of famous rock and roll place. Butterfuco was like living off of his fame, like in '94, off of that. That that's what it was because this fucking woman he was screwing tried it's killing funny his wife. How the know? search for stars in Hollywood was so like. <laughs> 
in a six block radius like they didn't really it shows how lazy and addicted to substances everybody was because they're just got you got all these agents who are like it's my job to find talent but i'm not leaving the viper room so like <laughs> i just i discovered someone two blocks away he was working the door at the know. viper room i, I don't know if I, I i think there's you know it's funny that's the, people the beginning know- of, of nepotism of just like well i'm an alcoholic you're an alcoholic and you act yeah, <laughs> and we need we need an actor. So I, I think back in the day, that's one thing about acting that bums me out now. I feel like back in the day, like in the fifties, sixties, six forty, twenties, twenties to the seventies, you could be a complete alcoholic drunk and be an actor, male or female. You could be a lush. You know, you tell Elizabeth Taylor was a drunk. A luche. You know, it's like drunk. I mean, I like that. Like that. That Even was on cool. a smaller sense. My dad was a alcoholic and a minor drug addict and he maintained a pretty successful side job business in the yeah, 90s yeah so well, there was a, the, the economy were given was rope. good yep well yeah not the, only was there a real estate bubble there was just a a, a mile of rope given well, to the fucking economy as you know as well you should with uh this is the scene where he, that he freezes well, no, what it is is there's this chemical plant got a refinery full of he was kryptonite <laughs> he was going back to his uh to his high school reunion and then he saw this fire had to turn into oh, is Superman. lana lang in this one doesn't fucking yeah the redhead from smallville uh, uh yeah uh, she's uh catherine o'hare catherine o'hare and uh, she's uh, no, fucking O'Hare, but whatever it is yeah she's married annette o'toole annette o'toole <laughs> Not Catherine O'Hare. She's actually yeah, funny. Some fucking Sorry. Mick Broad. No, I'm no, no, no. Yeah, it, it's it's Peter O'Toole's daughter. She's um, like twenty one, and she's married to fucking old boy from Spinal Tap. Fucking. Uh, oh yeah, I think so. And they, she plays Ma Kent in Smallville, and then her husband ends up playing Perry White. It all oh, comes interesting, full circle. Interesting. See, this, this is what he's going to do. Oh, is he from Boston right yeah, there? Yeah. You're going to come over to Eastern Seaboard. You got to go over there. You got to stop it. I'm sure you got to sop up that fucking water like a like a nun's <laughs> cunt over there. Sop it up like a nun. No, it, it, it was uh, she. It, you can tell he was like saying, you know, something. I got to stretch out a little bit in the third one. You got to give me some some opportunities here to actually act. That come was on, his I'm moment. Superman, to act. Mac, but I, I'm not, I can't do everything. Yeah, he wouldn't negotiate. He would just act. Wouldn't he just act? Well, fucking Reeves was a fucking Juilliard trained well, actor. Absolutely. Him and Robin Williams were best friends. See, Kelsey Grammer was in their class, too. I always thought, oh, really? Grammer, Williams. Wow. The dude, who, uh, the dude who did the voice of Batman in the animated series. So, I thought Batman and Superman warm. went to school why together. F- why would this freeze? No, he can, he can bl- because his breath is so intense, it freezes. <laughs> he, free- he can do this in the comics. This is not out of the ordinary. God. This is all. So this is how he says. This is all day. above board. <laughs> so it's consistent. It's Absolutely. consistent. With story. Yeah. But this whole <laughs> Lethal Weapon Three came out mid May nineteen ninety two. Wow. They were in the third one. I never. I didn't see that. Um, Donner did that one too. Yeah. Um, Alien Three Encino Man. I saw that. I when I Alien very, Three is good, dude. I saw that. early Fincher flick. Yep. I, I saw that as his first one. Um, I saw it with my, with Amanda Rip. I, really? I saw it at the Webster, at Webster Place. That's where I used to work, by the way. I, I sold furniture at the Great Ace for like five months because I was so desperate for a job. Commission? Like where you had to wheel no, and deal? No, I made, I made six twenty five an hour. I worked 40 hours a week. I had to save up. I saved up like 1400 bucks to move into Wicker Park. There you go. Uh, but I remember, oh, this is what I wanted to talk to you about, too. So yeah. they're rebooting the real world. Yeah. And you lived 
did you live in Chicago when they were filming it, or Absolutely. did you live in the house? I, I, I didn't live in uh, Wicker Park at that. You know, to be honest with you, they were about five or six years too late. Because didn't that come out like an '01? Yeah. yeah, late '90s or 2000, yeah, something and, like and that. It should have been like early mid '90s. I remember I went to Urbis Orbis. That's what they filmed it at. They turned Urbis Orbis, which was this complete like hipster coffee joint. I mean, it was like dirty and scummy, and like Nelson Algren probably shot up in the bathroom, you know. And but I went, I went in there. And I used to. You know, look get magazines and stuff, and I saw I got the Ethan Hawke was checking me out. He kind of looked over at me, we kind of caught caught eyes. Gattaca, baby, because he was film. He was a uh, uh, starring in a Steppenwolf play, and he was hanging out in Urbis Orbis with his greasy starring hair. Starring in a Steppenwolf play? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in a Steppenwolf play. Here, you wait, know? wait. Ooh. Ooh. I remember liking this though. Like, you get it, man? Like, he's the guy who's like the, from high school who's actually a tool now. He was a stud then. Like, the nerd motif was just coming in, you know? Like, this was because <laughs> he's going back to his high school reunion. Uh, aren't these kids just in high school still? Yeah, it looks like Jerry Lewis right there. <laughs> wow. That's the one thing, too. Everyone, like, Jerry Lewis. I mean, thankfully, he's an asshole, so people talk shit about him now, so it's, like, okay to talk shit about him, but... Yeah, when he's dead, He did, too. like, three characters. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love him as a kid. Annette O'Toole. Look at... She's cute there. She's pretty there. Isn't yeah. she? Yeah, she's that's Annette O'Toole. Yep. You know, in the comic books, they make Lana Lang all fat after high school? <laughs> like, in the, in the comic books, she's, like, not hotter than Lois. <laughs> you can't make her hotter than Lois. Exactly. That's one thing they did in the TV show is the Lana Lang in the Smallville TV show, which is one of my favorites, Yeah, is, like, fine. To where by when they write her out of the show and they move on to Lois, you're like, she ain't better than Lana. <laughs> the fuck are they? Who the fuck are they kidding? Smallville. <laughs> nice. Like, he's going to be from a small town. Like Smallville. They, Lois they, Lane calls him Smallville. Was the first Superman in, in the 1930s? Um, For, uh, yes, 1939. Yeah. Wow. wow. Pre-World War II. Superman was there when the Nazis struck. He didn't Man. do anything about those camps either. Let's wow. hold him accountable. That's when you like you read. Let's the hold his red cape to the flame. You read the funny papers. I say, you know, you can turn that into a career if you want. Yeah, to. you can make back comic when, books. I back when it was Dick Tracy and fucking <laughs> and Blondie, the Family you know? Circus and shit. <laughs> family Circus. I had a, a buddy of mine. Uh, My dad used to draw that shit. Who's the army guy? Oh okay. what was that? Uh, not, not uh, Sergeant Rock or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beetle Bailey. Beetle Bailey. Yeah, yeah. Beetle Bailey. And he yeah. had a little partner. You know, God, I, I never. You know something? I, I never liked. I was a sports section guy. Oh, when me I was too. Like but that's eight, right. That's right know. next to each other. It's just one back. I, I never got into it. And I always read the. We were a Sun Times family, so it was like a book, and the and the sports section was the back. You flipped the paper over and would flip it that way, yeah. and then they met in the middle. Yeah. And then in the middle, it was all the car ads and shit. And then yeah. and then the the schedule, the TV schedule. Yep, absolutely. But I I was a, I went to the sports section. Look at that guy's hammered. Yeah, exactly. He, he's the old jock. Hey, he wants to put that fucking thumb in Lana like a guy wants to treat her like a bowling come ball. On, this come fucking on, poor girl. This poor girl. You see, Reeves is trying to like, you see, I can do some physical gags. Hey, Robin will appreciate that. <laughs> you, you know, they were all jumping at the opportunity. <laughs> like, this is going to be a comedy. Like, we're all going to be able to fucking spread our wings. Yeah. <laughs> 83 oh, was a, a weird song. can't play that 83 was a weird year for film it, it, it was becoming something a little different at that time here we go it's a he's getting all these checks yep there you go 
<laughs> I'm whining the voice. Another week, another check. Don't you have another one for me? I put in a voucher for expenses. Oh, it didn't wah. <laughs> oh no, because I muted it. Here we go. You hear it wah? Yeah. Is that what the computer sounds like? No, uh, that's that's my sound effect. <laughs> yeah. Is this Andromeda strain? What's going on here? Just it was seven hundred and eighty nine dollars. No, no, it was, it was eighty five thousand bucks. Okay, in nineteen eighty three, I took a check for Thanks half for a million. Me you kidding, Lottis? A lot of guys like to be where I am. Well, you'd be surprised how many offers I didn't get. Wow, wanna fuck you. <laughs> She's cleaning up afterwards. Well, she yeah. ran. She put it together. He's oh, back in Smallville exactly. for the first time. Exactly. That's okay. and, and his parents aren't dead, so he can bang all over the house. <laughs> you, you have, yeah, country sex, you know? I'm going to bang her all over the house. I'm all over the out, house. Man. I, I should have had country sex, Megan. In Eau Claire. If I would have had sex in high school, I would have had I just imagine sex. you coming in with a fucking axe over your fucking bare no, shoulder. No, I, 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 would, I would have been One like... leather glove that's eventually <laughs> going to be the fucking evidence in a crime of passion. <laughs> no, it, it was me like in a corn The field. only thing we found was a dead lady and a drip of passionate sweat and blood <laughs> on an axe. No. It, this it, week it, on Lifetime, the Adam Crocious story. <laughs> Did he do it or does he just have a huge hog? <laughs> Look at him, you know, he slouched a little bit, you know. Stay in Smallville. Believe me, I've asked myself the same question. Do you know how lucky you are to live in Metropolis? The big apricot? The, the, oh, there was a... Uh, Did she call it the big apricot? I, maybe, yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Why the apricot? It's the big apple. The big tomato? Yeah, the big apricot, because it still starts with an A. It doesn't bill. quite work. Except for last winter when the fuel bills kept going up and up and up. <laughs> Yeah, I even had to pawn my diamond ring, man. Yeah, I had to sell my oh, I had to sell my second high waisted pair of pants. I, I, I think that she I think that she got divorced and she's from a small town. Divorce was still like a real like Oh, that was a big ooh. deal. I mean, my mom got divorced in nineteen seventy seven and she was the first person to get divorced in our family and that was like that was like it sent like shutters. Like people were like very freaked out. Then in her family, three people immediately got divorced in 78, 79, and eighty. Right after her. Well, yeah, that's you know? where they're like, "What is she gonna do?" Yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> she's but got was, Adam. What is she gonna do with and, Adam? And Jay, two He's kids. Gonna be gay. And she's thirty-two, and you know. But it was no. It's just more like you don't do that. You know, you just don't do that. Bro, you know, they thought you were gay. <laughs> Maybe, maybe they still do. Who knows? Far and away, you know, a Ron Howard movie came out. Oh yeah, that, May ninety two. That, that's with Cruz and Kidman. That yep. was a huge one, huge hit about the Irish. Uh, that was trend. him in these westerns. Even Backdraft is like an urban western. Yeah, The Adjuster, Orion Classics was a big production house. Oh, absolutely. Then. Orion was a name. Cold Heaven. Cousin Bobby, that was a Jonathan Demi movie. Wow. Jonathan Demi also was in it. Sister Act. Oh, yeah, with Whoopi Goldberg. Afterburn, Class Act, Patriot Games, House Sitter. Patriot Games is uh, Harrison Ford. Batman Returns, I saw that in theaters. Uh, House Sitter was a, was a horror movie. That, that was that kind Frank of weird. Frank Oz like... directed that. Yoda directed that. Steve Martin was in it. What movie was that? House Sitter. Steve Martin was Oh, I'm it. wrong. I'm That's wrong. a comedy. I'm wrong. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Hairdresser's Husband. <laughs> a private matter the re-release of pinocchio 
uh, unlawful entry. Now we're in July to September. Boomerang, A League of Their yes. Own, The oh. Best Intentions, Cool World, Prelude to a Kiss, Universal Soldier. Oh, Cool the, World. Was, that, that, that was an animation movie, I think. It was an animation. Uh, let's see. I think it was. Yeah. It was live anima- action slash animation. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was combining like certain genres. It was like a, a, kind of an artistic thing for a mainstream movie to try out. Comrades of Summer, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, Man yeah. Trouble, A Stranger Among Us, Mistress. A Stranger Among Us was uh, was a uh, the guy who directed a network. Uh, 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 Barry Primus? No, no. No, no uh, uh, Sidney Lumet. S- Sidney Lumet. Sidney Lumet, exactly. Sidney Lumet. Look at you all Sidney fucking. Uh, Sidney Lumet. That's what he is. That's what his name is. So the point is, is uh, uh, Melanie Griffith is in that. I think she has to go undercover into a community of Hasidic Jews to invest investigate a murder and i remember her doing the junket she was doing the junket for that and she was talking about the holocaust came up she was like i didn't realize that six million jews were killed in the holocaust that's a lot of jews i remember that's what she said after i was like that would just it's a be. large number it's like that's a lot of jews like she waited to be cold that's just a lot of jews like just this dumb and that's like cold and in, that's just a cold and different like but what a bizarre plot That's for a, a movie. Lot of Jews. How do you get Melanie Griffith to star in that role? Yeah, it's a good fit, you know? Really? Because she was still had she still had some pull. These casting decisions, it's so whimsical and like yeah. who's hot at the moment. It's it's just so why take it so seriously? You know what I mean? Like, yes, work hard, have goals. Oh, look at those pennants. Is it that old A's pennant? I had that I had that pennant. You know what they say, Crow, you gotta work hard so you can play harder. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this guy. I, I got a feeling he like Won he. All country bowling championship two years in a row. Oh, that's the yeah, drunk. That, yeah, yeah. He's looking at him. He's got those fucking whiskey boy. bags under his eye. <laughs> Calls that little kid a queer all day. <laughs> he laughs at him. Oh, that is awful. That kid just laid a fucking egg up yeah. there. You uh, watch. He'll get a spare. You watch. He'll get a spare. Come on. I'm a terrible bowler. I love bowling. I mean, oh, I, I think it's fun. I'm terrible. I'm not a good athlete. Yeah, Keith. Yeah, it's done. I'm not a good athlete. Excuse me. Hey, say, Brad, uh, I think maybe he'll be better off doing it his way. Well, for a guy who was lucky to be waterboy in the high school team, you sure got a big mouth, Ken. Well, I just think maybe Ricky doesn't need a bowling lesson in front of all the other kids. He needs a man to show him. I think he's doing just fine on his own. You see? He's sensitive to the kids' emotional state. Yeah. Here you go, Ricky. Here you go, Ricky. Just you put your penis shot. in the thumb hole. <laughs> you now, let me see it slower. Yeah. Do it slower. Go in. Sorry, Todd. You might want to get that little, that's pre-cum, Jimmy. You put it over the little blower here. He's going <laughs> to... What the hell just happened there? God tarnation, it blew up the pins of the bowling alley. <laughs> I love how they just have to, like, I wonder what happened. Okay. Hey, the boss I'm gonna wants film to film a reaction you. shot of you know like they have to like, act it out. Like, wow, I'm really surprised by that. Hey, the boss that- wants to see you. Oh, is it about <laughs> is it about me making eighty five thousand dollars on my paycheck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a, yeah. This is how it gets introduced to. The- he should have spread the wealth a little bit. Everybody should have made eighty five grand. Okay, yeah, then, but he doesn't want the, the white. Well, he, they're all honkies, crow. What's well, also they're all hunkies. <laughs> listen, Hunky, Jack. Listen, Jack. Cool, Come cool, on. Jackson. I, again, I want to live back in the time when black folks used to call each other Jack. I think those were cool times. So we go back to July 1992. We got Mistress, Mo Money. Oh, Mo Money. Yep. Yeah, that was a Spike Lee movie. Mom and Dad Save the World. Oh, God. Bebe's Kids, which I love. 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh yeah, I, I remember. You know, you know, I remember. Hey, I got a quick story with that. Yeah, I, I was. That's why the, we're here. Uh, Not uh, quick. Don't at, make it quick. At Wicker Park, I was in Wicker Park when it was hip. So they should have done the real world then. Chicago should have been the third city. It should have been New York, L.A., then Chicago. Boston they went, was they went good, to San though, Francisco. Boston was good. Where they had Puck. Puck is, is the is the year of real world that I remember the most. You remember Puck? Hell yeah, I remember. That's the first season I, I remember. I can't. I, I don't remember Los him. Angeles, but that was season two. Well, right? he was San Francisco. You see, that, I know Puck was three, but what I'm saying is, is I always thought because San Francisco is my entrant to it. Yeah. But I don't, I forgot that there was two before It was that. New York, LA, then San Francisco. Because three was the first like exciting one. One yeah. and two were kind of boring. Yeah. Well, they, they started to master the trade of it all. This was when you were successful. You had a fucking stacked bar. <laughs> As a CEO, you had a stacked bar. <laughs> Just trying to get some guy liquored up as you're making some huge deal. Yeah, that, that, that is frowned upon. That's why it's like, hey, madman, madman. No, this stuff died. This started, this, this died probably, I'd say, in the late 80s. I mean, people, people still get loaded on road trips. I certainly did with when I worked at JP Morgan Chase and went on the road. I get loaded all the time. But, but it was, uh, but actually doing it at work, it started getting frowned upon like mid 80s. You know, it was like you couldn't really do it anymore. You know, is that a young Jack London? Did they reanimate Jack Lemon? No, no, no. That's Robert Vaughn, who was the bad guy. In, in, in oh, the classic fucking wall switch. Exactly. The villainous fucking. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just turned into fucking young Frankenstein. I want one of these. But when you flip the wall around, it turns into a race car bed. You see, that's why I didn't like this because I actually kind of took Superman somewhat serious. And well, this is a bond gag. Too. Yeah, exactly. It's just it. it it didn't work for me. I mean, this movie did not work for me. <laughs> this masterpiece didn't didn't work. Death Becomes Her, oh, July thirty yeah. first, ninety two. Was that Meryl Streep? Um, no. Yep, Meryl Streep, Bruce Willis, Goldie Hawn. You see, that's why I confuse it with the Roseanne Barr one. I knew, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, because I knew I knew the, the comments. From, Enchanted the was- April. Three Ninjas, which I love. Raising Cain. Oh, yeah. That movie. That, 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 Unforgiven. Unforgiven, yeah. Whispers in the Dark. Digstown. Single White Females. I tell you, Single White Female. Dude, there were some movies that came out this year. I mean, there's about 15 to 20 of them that are pretty damn good. Go ahead. Uh, the Gun and Betty Lou's Handbag. <laughs> Light Sleeper. Little Nemo. Little Nemo. Rapid Fire, starring Brandon Lee. Yeah. Uh, Citizen Cone, Laws of Gravity. Well, Citizen Cone was with the Roy Cone story. Uh, uh, what's his name? He, he was he was targeted in '92. You know, I mean, he was. Oh so, yeah, wasn't he a political guy? Oh, oh, he's he's the guy who helped create Trump. His whole facade, his whole. He was also on, on the House for Un-American. Uh, uh, wait, he was a uh, what's his face? His uh, assistant, a uh, McCarthy, along with Bobby Kennedy, during the whole you know uh, uh, Red <laughs> Scare, the Red Scare era of uh, of DC and then Hollywood. You know, yeah, much, I think he was very much related to that. You know, and uh, and and calling people out as communists and and going out and being amoral about it, just being an absolute asshole, you know, and and everyone was like, oh, is there any decency? Yeah, but everybody was up on the communist thing. People weren't like, did people look at that as an amoral thing or was that everybody was, I think, universally like, yeah, fuck communism. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the reason why I got some play. But there were a lot of people who were innocent and and were ruined. They were ruined. Well, the Rosenbergs, the Rosenbergs were actually executed for selling, selling, uh, 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 you know, uh, the the, you know state secrets to to the Russians, to the Soviets. And it turns out that they actually were innocent and they got murdered. They got killed, you know, and 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 he just walks out scot-free. He doesn't care. I mean, to be that much of an asshole, to be that amoral, to make that decision and be like, oh, like, hey, dude, you fucked up. Two people, two innocent people. I think they might have actually been spies, but, 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 but they didn't bit. give they didn't give secrets. 
You know, that, that, that it was, it was a, I don't know, he's a bad human being, very much tied so to So did you Trump. see, I fast forwarded a little bit, so just to change topic. Ooh, he's fallen down, yeah, huh? Yeah, but, was but, he skiing down the building? Well, yeah, well, well, he actually, yeah, he lands. This is actually a good scene. This is actually, we should go back to it a little bit. Go, go back to the, because the, they're up in the, in the, uh, in like the penthouse. And it's going, and right there, that should be enough, that should be enough. Because I think, I think they're in the penthouse. Well, they're up high. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and where they're at, they're skis. Exactly, because there's like a fake hill. reading about it in an interview with him. Well, where does it come from? Same planet this is, Superman came from. This is actually on the roof. Oh, oh that's like some Luther God. shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's so got that. Why does he have a pink cape? Superman here. This was Elvis Presley's. <laughs> See, I know some sayings, too. Wait a minute. Now, you know what happens when a planet explodes? Debris. Things floating in space. They use the Jew laser to shoot a, a planet. Or in heaven, <laughs> That's Marjorie Taylor Greene back there. Just to contact the Vulcan satellite. Wow. Uh, oh, gosh. She's doing some things. pretty crazy. Good. That's why I keep you around. Yeah. They got this homely Frau Farbissna looking broad. Oh, I know. Because yeah, she, isn't she supposed I to be? I feel like they wanted to use utilize a lot of Bond tropes for this. For the, for this movie, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like they they went, they were like, let's not use a lot, let's not go comic booky. Yeah, well, here's. I remember actually liking this scene. <laughs> you have to do voiceover for that. See, here's oh, where my movie you would just starts. Land. Here's where my movie starts. That happens, and he lands, and his knees <laughs> shoot through his thighs, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and his whole. And his whole pelvis and the lower part of his body ow. rockets through his torso. Ow, ow. And the impact of that, everything that's in his head, it just shoots out of the orifices in his face. Oh. And then his hollowed out fucking shortened corpse falls down and then it's 45 minutes of the credits roll. <laughs> Did you see that awful satellite? Did you see that, that awful satellite? No. Let's go back about 20, 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Look at this satellite that he's connecting to through the computer. Oh, yeah, because he can, like, does he learn more as the movie goes on? Hey, man. Like the stoner in a van. Hey, man. Here's a satellite <laughs> going through. Actually, it looks it's Once dated. contacts the Vulcan satellite. He orders it to search throughout. The Vulcan satellite. Yes. Just throw right. a little start, a little trek in there. It'll be fine. It'll all be fine. Pet Cemetery 2 came out in 1992. Wow. Twin uh, Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that was, was like finishing the series, guy. right? I was never it's, a Twin Peaks you guy. Get one, one and a half seasons, and then they like... So the show was supposed to be who killed, like, the death of this Laura Palmer girl. Exactly. And then the whole point of the show was going to be, like, X-Files, to where, like, the whole point of X-Files is Fox Mulder's looking for the person that... He's looking for aliens abducted my sister. He's searching for answers. But yeah. you never find out who... What actually happened to his sister? You do feel yeah. like evidence, but he yeah. never finds out. The show just unleashes this journey. Yeah, Twin Peaks was supposed to be the same way. Yeah. David Lynch said, "Like I never wrote the show with any sort of ending. Like it was you were never supposed to find out who killed Laura Palmer." Interesting, interesting. But you just but CBS, you meet these characters. CBS yeah. made him reveal it halfway or through I season think it was two. ABC, it was abc i think or whatever network yeah yeah that show that of my age group you were hip if you watched that show that was a hipster because show ratings started to slide so they said like hey reveal the killer yep 
So he had to just create a killer because there was never supposed to be. Wow. And it was disappointing. And then the rest of the show was bad. Yeah. And then just a couple of years ago, they revived it. Yeah. And brought it back. Interesting. Uh, Twin Peaks was, I mean, that was a very like cutting edge show when it was on. Absolutely. That was, that, that was my last year of college, you know, when that came out. It was like Bob Roberts. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was a right wing. Uh, Tim Robbins. Yep. Made a, that Giancarlo Esposito, a young fucking uh, uh, Jack Black is in that Ray Wise Gore Vidal. That's yeah. like a political shit. Huh? Absolutely. It's wait, a wait. shockumentary, a mockumentary satire. Yeah. Uh, and he's a right wing populist, you know, um, out of out on a limb Blade Runner director's cut. They put that in theaters. Yeah, absolutely. Did you go see that? Uh, yes. I did actually big, big Blade Runner guy. Uh, I just well, I knew it was kind of a. I, I didn't really like it when I first saw it, but like all truly good movies, I, I think can actually grow on me. When I first saw Goodfellas, I was like, yeah, it's okay. And then when I saw it a second time, I realized this movie's great. Actually, like it was so good that it sort of overwhelmed me. Like I, my sensibilities were, but but I felt the same way with that when I, when I saw that. Yeah. Long movies I had an aversion to when I was younger. Just because yeah. you're young and you're hyper. That's why I think it's a testament to how good The Godfather was because I never complained about how long The Godfather was. But I remember Goodfellas being the one like, yeah, it's good, but like, oh, let's move on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's but, go. Let's go. But seeing Blade Runner was the same way in terms of when I saw it again. God, that's such an 80s. Like, it's an early 80s interior design. Oh, you see, he's got kryptonite. He's able to figure out and find kryptonite. He took it through, through the satellite. The satellite sucked the in all the I'm kryptonite. I got an assistant that brings me <laughs> kryptonite. Until <laughs> she shows up with a bunch of kryptonite. Little Miss, That's Little Miss, I- Little Miss kryptonite assistant. He shows up and gives a speech. I, I want to... <laughs> Because he's contemplating oh, going back. Oh, because he's supposed to come. Oh, yeah. Is he going to like run off and become Clark? And then, like, hold on, I got to go to the bathroom. And then he's Superman. And then, well, I mean, he's just Superman and being showing up at this event. I, but you're I, not looking for honors and awards. Don't they know him because he's Superboy already? <laughs> like, why is this a big deal? So it. it uh, we realize. I tell you what, if we, if we can go a little further, further in. Well, yeah, it. I didn't realize this was such a long fucking movie. I, I want to go to the scene where he's in the bar. That I, I really want to. You got see an that. idea of when it comes? It, it's probably about two thirds the way through. All right. I'd say two thirds to seventy five percent of the way. So, did you see this thing about the aliens, the American Airlines thing? You know, <clears throat> so there was an American Airlines flight that apparently saw a UFO, cylindrical, long, oblong object floating above them, and then American Airlines was just like, "Yeah, we confirmed it," and it was a UFO. But I think even now, those things are just like it's not alien. Those are the the planes that are going to be flying around in fifty years. Those are the things you're seeing. Yeah, it's guys who have whoever. It's these. It's this shit. Yeah, yeah, this is a total Bond trope, right? This is a total Bond the, trope. It looks like a weight room yeah, with yeah, a yeah. fucking <laughs> with a globe in the middle of it. Oh, I remember. Yeah, he he makes a, like an oil wreck happen because he he wants to overwhelm Superman with all these. The things. capsizing of the ship was a big deal back in the day. The oil tanker capsizing, yeah, yeah, was a big crippler of the economy. Well, or the oil tanker, you know, Exxon Valdez, that was a, a total eco disaster. Well, yeah, the ducks, Crocious. Uh, it also it completely like is that Sam Watterson? No, it's not. It's not Exxon Valdez. Fucking created. Listen, I'm a drunk captain. Exxon Valdez created the modern liberal and Dawn soap as we know it. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Exxon Valdez, there was outrage over that. Although, well, yeah, know, it was some, a goddamn mass oil spill. Do you know it was a bad oil spill, too? Remember that one during when Bush was president? 
that one in uh, in the Gulf of Mexico that literally went for oh yeah thirty straight. That days. was oh look at this. She got a leggy blonde up there on you the see, fucking. Is she like purposely up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to Robert Vaughn's character is trying to overwhelm Superman with too many things Jesus while he Christ. does his evil stuff. She's fucking Michelle Pfeiffering up there. <laughs> Or uh, Sharon Stone, yeah, or, or spread Marilyn stone. Monroe. She's fucking know? spread stone up there on the <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Look at this. Oh yeah. She's just like. Hey. Oh yeah, I, th- I think she changes. Let me keep you for minutes. I'm not in a rush. Who the fuck is doing ADR? I'm not in a rush. No, well, I, I, I think I'm that fine. he's look at his package. That's it. I, I think that look he, at that. That is hilarious. His package is right there. Is that not him? No, you see, this is he, this is when he becomes bad Superman. Okay. <laughs> you see, is his he's uniform got stubble is, too? It, it's a little darker. You see, that's a darker uh, yeah uniform. Well, it should be black. There's a black suit in the comic books. <laughs> Yeah, that, that would have been a real statement if he did that. It would, Is he going to tip it I over? I think there's like, there's like split Superman or something. There's like, there's like bad Oh, Superman. is this Bizarro? Yeah, they yeah. introduce Bizarro? It's something, yeah, it's sort of like that. But it's not Bizarro exactly. Yeah, I think he has to... Uh, Sneakers. Hell, Hellraiser you see, 3. You see, he turns him into... He actually uh, makes this thing. You see, he's controlling his mind. He's getting messed with because there's a bunch of kryptonite around. And so it's messing with his mind. I got a boat full of... Kryptonite. See, Superman does this. He actually causes it. He causes the spill. Because he's being controlled by the man. He's doing bad things. They're being realistic to how thick a fucking ship is. Yeah, absolutely. Got the the blood of Earth fucking spewing forth. There we go. This is uh. So he's causing an oil leak. Yes, just blatantly because he's a bad. He's gone bad. But again, I, I want to see him in a. I think it's it's, it's a coming little up a little bit. Is it? Is he celebrating the oil spill? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of into it. You can tell he kind of likes it a little bit. You see, you see, he's got some range in this. I'm sure he's like the only way I do it is if I get some range in about this. About the stone cold stun this motherfucker. So yeah, it, it, it's. Everyone's beating each other up because of because of what's going on in the world, and he's not able to solve anything. So they've lost their faith. So everybody's oh, being I, violent. I, 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 what I, is this I, Operation Dumbo drop now? Shit, I, th- I think we may have missed it, but I, I could be wrong. Let's keep it on it because it, it's just a funny scene when he's in a bar, <laughs> and I feel like it's going to be coming up here soon because he's going to have a crisis of conscience because he realizes what he's doing. Is, is that wrong. where that happens? Oh, look at this. No, I'm busy tomorrow night too. Oh yeah. Doing what? I'll think of something. Through being a bitch, you're busy being a whore. Hey. <laughs> Ricky needs me. Lana? Ricky, that queer. Please stop calling me. I've told you. Is he still well, in... You listen to me, huh? Is he still in gay you class? You better start appreciating old brat. That, that's a big mock. Like, uh, that, that's, that's an ironic <clears throat> hipster bar right now. Back then, that was like... She, they were making fun of it. He said, you better start appreciating old brat. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah, old brat is right. I think I got the right answer. Is she going to fall for him? Bye. Is she going to fall for him? Reach out to Clark. It's okay, Mommy. You could just tell me I don't have a daddy. (laughs) Smallville Airport. What flights do you have to uh, Metropolis tomorrow? Uh, one. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. The one. And and you better make it, you know. Yeah. Because you're flying to Kansas City, you know. We're not waiting for you again. They just, they know who she is because that's how evil Brad is. (laughs) She just calls and they're just like, hi, Lana. It's, it's just... Yeah, I, I think he's in here. I think he is. See, sit. 
He's got red label fucking Johnny Walker. He's drinking Johnny Walker red. Dude, this is great. Got a Schlitz sign. It's a Schlitz building. He's turning all anti-social. I don't like pistachios. <laughs> He's flicking peanuts like a like a shooting range. Yeah, I think this is kind of I think this is kind of funny. You know. Yeah, I think it is bizarro. See, he doesn't want to look at his reflection. He hates himself. He hates what he's become because he knows he's like he's he's it's a battle. He, he's, the fact that he's drinking whiskey is fucking amazing. That's a great scene. Is he gonna kick it's the wall down or something? Here's more. Here's more of it. I think that she like her decency like makes him like. I don't realize that he's like, you know, being an asshole. Oh, the kids, the kid, when he sees the kid, probably. I had a haircut like that when I was like like, the kid or the woman, like like the kid, like the kid. Absolutely. I I had a bowl. I had a bowl. What are you looking at? Excuse me, Superman. It's me, Ricky. Ricky from Smallville. He just looks like a stepdad dressed as Superman. What are you looking at? He's gonna puke. listening to you, Ricky. Yes, he is. He can hear me. He's got super hearing. And he's got a big dick. <laughs> you can tell he just doesn't want to hear it. Shut up, kid. He should <laughs> hit the pole. They should have him hit the pole. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Is he gonna crash into a building? He might do something. <laughs> no. He's not gay, ma. No. See, look at him. He turns I'm over. losing it. He Is turns he, oh. over and there's just a stream of piss coming through his fucking... <laughs> <laughs> this is bizarre. Like, his whole like, psychosis. <laughs> this is after you and me after having a bad set at the fucking beat kitchen or something. No, no, this is me after midnight Bible school when Tina Fey... I didn't talk about those sets where I just completely bombed. Scared people with my weirdness. What am I kidding? His See, hair's must. That's when you know he's had enough. His hair's must. See, he actually and they do because at the t- beginning of the movie, it's like glued to his head. It's gorilla glued to yeah, his fucking hair. Yeah. And See, then as it comes, they were like, "You're we're gonna give you a fucking James Dean swap, dude." Someone at work. So I was taken. I have to ask people's yeah. names at work. Yeah. And the guy goes James, and I couldn't hear him. And he goes James, like Dean. And I was just like, calm down, buddy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, he was, no, his name was Dean. And he uh, goes like, James Dean. And I'm just like, whoa, pal. Yeah. More like Dean Kane. Yeah. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> Who's he punching? He's fu- he's punching Clark Kent. He's, he's punching his other identity. Oh, this is the real. So it's split off. So like yeah. the secret identity is. Well, no, no. It, he's it, getting punched by pure, unadulterated Superman. Well, yeah, it, it is. Uh, they, they literally, they split. They divide it into two yeah. characters, you know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> Fast forward. I, I have met that bar here. thing. is that's a, that's a hilarious. That was a good one. That's a pretty good scene. <laughs> what do you say? We go to the last 10 or whatever? Sure. Let's get, yeah, get down there. Yeah. This is back in the days where it wasn't nine and a half minutes of credits. So you could count on the last 10 minutes of the movie. 1207 here absolutely. look at that that the that poster was probably the whole cell of the movie oh absolutely he's absolutely. gonna carry richard pryor and he's gonna be like whoa 
What you doing now? White man taking yeah. me away. <laughs> you know? So they couldn't get Kidder for a lot that, of this uh, movie, huh? Uh, you were doing Cosby more yeah, doing Cosby than anything. Like, yeah, I don't think Kidder was getting paid a lot. So we got one. Wind. We're, I'm still on the movies of 92. Captain Ron. Yeah. Husbands and Wives. Serafina. School ties. School ties was uh, was uh, Brendan uh, Fraser. You know, yeah, and that was also uh, Matt Damon's one of his first movies, along with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mister Saturday Night. Uh, I, I knew <clears throat> Billy Crystal. That came out in like uh, late August. Is it late August? Yeah, South Central. Ooh, that was like yeah, boys. Yeah, night. Last of the Mohicans and Innocent Blood. Uh, and Last of the Mohicans was Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, La- Innocent Blood was John Landis. Ooh, Michael Mann made Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, that makes sense. Now we're in October to December. We're closing out the year. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Hero, and Mighty Ducks all came out on the same day. Wow. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Hero, and Mighty Ducks. That's a testament to how good Mighty Ducks was. It hung with Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, that was the last the date I ever had with Amanda Rip. We saw that movie out, and I liked it, and she Here's didn't the like cover. it. I'm that was the end of our relationship. She didn't like it. Because I really like Glengarry Glam. It's got a very visceral male dialogue. It was really grating to her. Mr. Baseball. Ugh. Yeah. I hate that. I don't. That was one that would. That was a movie that would be on like at two in the afternoon on WGN was that on like a Saturday. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Uh, he has to go play baseball in Japan. Oh God! Because you know how funny Japanese are. Yeah, that was. They, they still like. Yeah, that was still like a. Frank a Thomas is in that. Uh, of mice and men, running mates. Well, mice and men is you know that, that Gary was, Sinise. Yep. Uh, was John Malkovich. Yep. Malkovich. Uh, a river runs through it. Uh, that, that was one of Brad Pitt's first movies. Bob Redford, uh, Under Siege, Candyman. Oh, Under Siege! I saw Candyman at the Davis. Oh yeah, Candyman's good. Candyman is. Th- good. Th- didn't they remake it? Didn't they? Yeah, Jordan yeah. Beale's group uh, remake that. Yeah. Or, or maybe I think it's a show. What, what, was it? Was it? Uh, has it been released? Let's look. Because I thought the preview actually. I was like, this actually looks okay. There was a suspense to it. I thought it's a black guy with a hook. You know, it, it, that's the hook. Yeah, absolutely. Is it the black guy with a he hook? He just turns it into a diamond. And it's isn't it Cabrini Green? Yeah, absolutely. He tur- he turns it into a diamond. The film came to fruition after a chance meeting between Rose and Clive Barker, who completed his own film adaptation of Nightbreed. Uh, Rose expected interest in uh, Baker's story, The Forbidden, and Baker agreed to license the rights. Where Baker's story revolved around the themes of British, the British class system in contemporary Liverpool, Rose chose to refit the story to Cabrini Green's public housing development in, in Chicago and instead focus on the themes of race and social class Absolutely. in the inner city. Well, I mean, race is... Candyman's actually an okay movie. It's going to come out August of this year. The Candyman is going to be re-released. A spiritual sequel. Uh, interesting. Well, what do they say about it? I'm, I'm curious, like plot line. Is it, I mean, it's going to be just like, is it going to be a uh, true for as long or? as the residents can remember the housing project of Cabrini Green were terrorized by word of mouth ghost story and a supernatural killer with a hook for a hand easily summoned by the hand uh, of those um, anxious to maintain. I'm, I don't want to like read the whole thing. But. Yeah. Uh, a visual artist named Anthony McCoy and his girlfriend, an art gallery director named Brianna Cartwright. <laughs> Every t- has to have a successful yeah. black man. In yeah. it. <laughs> These like the rom com. Two very rich black people. Yeah. <laughs> encounter a hook handed fucking white guy. Um, 
moved into a luxurious condo in Cabrini, now gentrified beyond recognition and inhabited by the upwardly mobile millennials. With Anthony's painting career on the brink of stalling, a chance encounter with a Cabrini Green old-timer exposes Anthony to a tragically horrific nature of the true story behind the Candyman. Anxious to maintain his status in the Chicago art world, Anthony begins to explore these macabre details in his studio oh. as fresh grist for paintings. Oh, it's, it's, it's so it's, Unknowingly opening a door to a complex past that unravels his own sanity and unleashes a gratifying lever. This sounds like every Jordan Peele movie that's been made yeah. into one movie. <laughs> like, of course, exactly. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's... it's uh, so, yeah, this is the end. I think, I think he... Does he go... I'll get my things. Is he gonna leave her? What am I? Is he just gonna fly you know, away? I was, um, I was talking to Superman the other day. You know, he and I, well, we, we talk a lot. You and know, he, uh, he would like you to lose a little weight. Sadly, about you having to pawn your diamond. You know, your, your body issues. I wanna. <laughs> well, he found, he found this one just lying around, and he he wanted you to have this. What's going on? Yeah. Wow, a ring from Super. Do I finally have a daddy? What's oh, oh, okay, He's a klutz when he's got his glasses on. So is that, are they gonna like get married? See, old this guy is Brad. like a major character. Old Brad. He's got a lot of son of a bitch. Old Bob Keen coming in. Can't I hate you? I've always hated you. You know why? No. Because you're nice. You're really nice guys. <laughs> that whole thing. They should have had him punch Clark and have his fucking wrist go through his forearm. <laughs> and just like, oh, like compound <laughs> Like over the top. See? He did that. Got rid of him that way. Lois, I've got the hand it to you. Look at that, look at that Cardinals. That St. Louis Cardinals uh, pennant. God, the pennant was still a thing into the 80s. Yeah. Absolutely. Pennant, pennant it was. was a thing. He's, uh, Lois, she's literally in this. I have she's to. only she's, in the office scenes. Yeah, literally, and, and she's—I think she's. I think they had her for a day. They had her for a day. If you look at her, she, she's been tanning, man. She's just like, man. You look at her; she's totally tanned up. <laughs> oh yeah, she's fucking. She looks like a pro wrestler. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, she, she's been in the booth somewhere. Is she escorting? Somewhere. Is she uh, fucking sirening Macho Man to the <laughs> ring at WrestleMania three? Holy shit! I know. It's, it, it, well, take your take your mouth out of the. Fucking, take your mouth. The oh, Lana is in the city now. Like your sparkler. Nice. Like your sparkler. I couldn't believe it when Clark gave it to me. <gasps> you see? Clark gave it to you? Yes. Yes. We fuck. Every Look at day. her. She, she looks like Mrs. Robinson from yeah. fucking. Yeah. <laughs> she went away. Graduate. She yeah. went away and aged ten years. Yeah, she's smoking a lot of, doing a lot of coke with Richard Pryor. Oh yeah, doing a lot of. She did a lot of coke. I got a feeling. Yeah, you know? off yeah, the I, script. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that, that's probably why they had to rewrite it because they just chopped up the lines yeah. too much. <laughs> I can't see this line. Yeah. You're out. Yeah, this scene's out. You know? <laughs> yeah, is it white out or is coke? I can't tell. Is that setting up the toy man or something like that? Who the fuck knows? Hey, but, but, oh yeah, because oh, they're yeah. gonna lean the pizza tower. Yeah, yeah, back exactly. That, that's the gag. Which is, that's that's totally a trope from a from a from a Bond movie. You're totally right, dude. It's totally a trope from a Bond movie. There was always like a the gag, like he'd come back and. A me more in the bambini and the and the I just made the statue. Hey, what are you doing? It'll be great. It's like, 
I want to see what how his reaction. He's got to be like an Italian temper. He breaks it probably. And the old man is like shrugs his shoulders or something, right? It's gonna happen. And at the Mussolini. <laughs> Giorgio, per favore. E grazie. You know, that's kind of funny when he did that. And then that Italian <laughs> committed suicide because that was his only inventory. I was in- <laughs> Look at this. That, that, I remember that that, that planet looking kind of cool. Like, whoa, that that's good good resolution. Yeah, it's good color in that. I remember thinking that. <laughs> well, that's it. That's I, I, I the movie, what, and that's you, the episode. Thank you for indulging me by watching that because I kind of wanted to watch. We watch it the right way. We didn't watch the whole thing because it's too bad. It's too awful to watch. It's like three hours long. I know. Yeah, they, yeah, they made. They it really long. went overboard for this. For them being upset at Richard Donner for taking too long in the second one, they sure were yeah. like, "Let's let Richard Lester do his <laughs> magnificent vision, his vision in the third one." <laughs> if we can just check this out, as I always ask the question. How much money did this movie make? Let's close out on that. I think, yeah. How much How much money did this? I have a feeling it probably cost. We, it, we've been doing this for two hours and 15 minutes, and we're, we didn't finish the movies of 1992. That's how, That's many, how many fucking movies, movies came out. Well, because it sparked so many memories, you know? $39 million it cost, and it made eighty. God. It cost thirty. That's a lot of money back then. Well, I mean, that gag at the beginning alone (laughs) was four and a half. John Williams did the music. It's well for all of these. They get him for everything. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, a normal sneeze, not a COVID sneeze. Yeah. Well, here we go. It's time for for you know what time it is. Yeah, absolutely. Say your goodbyes. How do you feel about it, man? Anything to plug? No, man. Nothing. I'm just you know doing my things. Yeah. The script. Twitter. And Facebook. He's at Insecure Comic on Twitter. Um, I'm Keith Pazel, K E I T H P A E S E L. Yep. Um, We're on Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Follow uh, the YouTube channel. This is Keith Pazel. Yeah. Also, keithpazel.com slash T I K P P for this podcast and uh, keithpazel.com slash feeds for uh, the feeds to everywhere. But yeah, we'll see you next week. We love you guys. Thank you for watching. A lot of fun.